This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today's Wednesday, June 10th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, seven people were shot, one of them fatally in the courtyard of the, a Philadelphia Housing Authority apartment complex in Spring Garden late Tuesday night. Police said more than 50 shots were fired from at least two guns when gunfire erupted shortly before midnight on the 600 block of Perth Place. Authorities believe there was an exchange of gunfire at the scene. Six men and one woman was shot, all in their 20s, with the exception of a 58-year-old man. Bullets struck homes and at least four parked cars. A large amount of cash was seen uh, thrown across the ground, dice and and guns were left behind. Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small says because there was so much cash laying in the courtyard, they're trying to determine if this was a robbery. But at this time, they don't know uh, the motive for the shooting. Police arrived at the scene within minutes and victims showed up at Temple University Hospital and Jefferson Hospital on their own. Of the surviving victims, a 22-year-old man is still in critical condition and five others are stable. When police were investigating the crime scene, they discovered a man's body in the 600 block of North 8th Street. Uh, he was pronounced dead on the scene at around 2.20 a.m. There are cameras in the neighborhood, and police are trying to determine if these cameras recorded anything that could help them in their investigation. Think of 50 shots. Think of a a gunfight you've seen in a movie or a television show and how many shots are exchanged and how long that lasts. You know, I mean, that's just insane. It's Mm -hmm. a lot, right? One person died and another was injured after two tractor trailers filled with powerful fireworks triggered a series of explosions in Zionsville, Lehigh County on Tuesday afternoon. Two uh, trailers filled with fireworks somehow caught fire on a property as the homeowner and another man were inside. Explosions could be heard throughout the area and a nearby shed also caught fire. Fireworks could be seen going off as heavy smoke filled the sky from the blast. With explosions still active, three people actually ran up to pull out one of the victims. Oh, yeah, the mangled metal from the tractor trailers was still smoking on the ground when crews arrived. There was no immediate word on what caused the explosion. The ATF is assisting in this investigation, and police have not identified the victim that was killed in the blast. Um, well, hang Any idea what they were doing with Why? tractor trailers no. full of fireworks? I don't know. No. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you like, I mean, there's video of it too. Like you can just see the fireworks going off. Um, so uh, growing up on Long Island, they're out on the eastern part of Long Island, the Garucci, I, I've done the parody on, yeah. you know, the Magrucci Fireworks Company, but the, um, they had a, a testing facility where they put together their fireworks. And I think once or twice there were explosions. But that was at a fireworks place. Yeah, this right. is somebody's yeah. house. Yeah. This is their property. I'm looking at the uh, the photos of it right now, and it looks like a, a bomb went off, as you would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Police in Delaware County are looking for a black bear spotted Tuesday morning roaming through a man's backyard in Upper Chichester Township. The bear was seen in a wooded area of, no way. of Garnet Mine Road. A resident says that he was getting ready for work at about 7 a.m. when he heard his dog barking. He looked out the window and saw the bear in his yard. The bear walked up the the driveway and then down into the woods. About two miles down uh, Garnet Mine Road, about 90 minutes earlier, Bethel Township Police Department got a a similar call about a bear spotting near Clayton Park. Police Chief Thomas Sharp said uh, the area is becoming more residential and the bears have nowhere to go. Sharp said that he contacted (laughs) the Pennsylvania Game Commission about the spotting and he asked anyone else who sees this bear to do the same thing. No way. I used to live over that way. Yeah. Never saw any bears. No. No. Is it the same one? Because they they never caught that bear, right? 
the bear. Uh, I, <laughs> they never caught that. No, I don't think so. No, and in fact, so they him. feel that he's integrated himself into society. He might be your coworker. Yeah. It's quite possible. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> Oscar Lindblom was voted by the Professional Hockey Writers Association as the Flyers nominee for the 2020 Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy, an award given annually to the player who best exemplifies and qualifies of perseverance, perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to ice hockey. The 23-year-old forward was diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma in mid-December. Lindblom continues to uplift the Flyers' spirits with his presence and positivity despite his battle with cancer. In March, his teammate Matt Niskanen said he's fantastic. Every time he shows up, the guy never stops smiling. The Major League Baseball Players Association made a proposal to MLB for a season of 89 games with a full prorated share of salary and expanded playoffs. It would bring both sides closer to a potential deal because it is 25 games fewer than the union's most recent proposal of 114 games. Both sides seem to agree that there will definitely be a baseball season, but unless there's an agreement by next week, MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred will be forced to implement a shortened season. According to one high-ranking team executive, if it reaches that point and if we don't get an agreement real soon, this is going to be ugly, real ugly, and it's just going to get worse. And in tennis news, Roger Federer will be out of competitive tennis until the start of the 2021 season what because the of a setback in his recovery from uh, surgery on his right knee. The 20-time Grand Slam champion issued a statement to confirm he'll be out of action for the rest of 2020 because he had to have an additional procedure on his knee. The French Open, originally scheduled for May, was postponed to September, and Wimbledon was canceled for the first time since World War II. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Wednesday is what we have before us, and welcome to it. We have a number of things that are taking place this morning. We're going to start off with you actively picking up your phone and texting because we have a secret text word today. We have your chance to win a $50 Uber Eats gift card. It's very easy to do. You text the word secret to 39333. We send a word back to you. And later we'll ask you to call in with the word. The designated caller wins that. And then if you can't be around with us later on, you still got a chance to win because we'll grab a random texter and give away a $50 Uber Eats gift card to them. So get on that. Wednesdays also mean Fox Good Day, so it's TV time. We'll do that later on as we get closer to 8 o'clock. And we have a guest on the show today, the lovely Mary Lou Henner will be on. She's been here before, and she probably remembers it. Probably remembers every aspect of it. Because her memory is incredibly sharp. It's like right next to photographic. She's yeah. in, uh, And she's great. She's going to be a part of the Bucks County Playhouse's virtual variety show, which is coming up Sunday, and we will um, talk with her about what all that means and what they're going to be doing. So uh, we'll check in with her around 9 o'clock today. And we also have... The next to last school to choose oh, wow. for the coolest teacher. But before we do that, we have to award our uh, mug to yesterday's winner. And we had drawn at random Kennett High School and asked the students to text in and tell us who they thought stood out in the past year as far as the faculty goes. And we have a name. So we are happy to announce, and I'm going to butcher his name because it's a tough one to pronounce. That the winner for Coolest Teacher of the Year at Kennett High School is, I'm going to do my best here, <laughs> Mr. Michael 
Replogly. Yes! <laughs> Michael Replogly. Uh, or Replogly. Replogly. Or Replogle. I'm not sure. It's or Pierogi. It's R-E-P-L-O-G-L-E. I think you hit it. Or Replogle. Okay. It could be Replogle. <laughs> He's going to have to call us. All right. We will never get this right, and I want to hear from him. He is an Earth and Space an environmental science teacher ah. uh, at Kennett High School. So, and I, I have some. We have some questions we can ask. Yeah. If he does Earth and Earth and Space and Environmental Science, that's pretty cool. Uh, but he was voted the Brandywine Red Clay Alliance 2017 Teacher of the Year for using the outdoor classroom to inspire and empower students. So he likes to get out of the classroom. One of my favorite teachers was an earth science teacher, Mr. Hasegawa, in ninth grade. Isn't it amazing that you remember that? I do. That 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 shows you, right? Yeah. Uh, So we have two more to go. Whose turn is it today? It's me. It's Casey's turn. All right, he gets to choose. What school is up next? We wrap this up with our final drawing on Thursday, and then Friday we award the last... Coolest teacher of the year. Okay. All right. Who's it going to be? What's, What's it going to be, be, boy? <laughs> yes. Or, or pen, 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 sucking high school. Hey, pen, sucking high school. We're going to have your opportunity to let us know. Pen Talking High School and Pen Talking Township, New Jersey. It's very simple. You just text the word teacher to 39333. That's it. We send you a voting link and you take it from there. So make sure you let everybody at the school know that this is what we have going on. And we want to find out who it's going to be. And we'll do it around this time tomorrow morning. So there you go. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. And uh, we'll get to the entertainment news. And we'll... Give away some stuff with a stupid question, so don't go far. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Are you ready for love and ready to get engaged? Then visit Steven Singer Jewelers at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, our coolest teacher what? is up and has called us. Huh. So we get to talk to him uh, right away. And uh, it was Kennett High School that we had asked yesterday to tell us who they thought the coolest teacher of the year was. And it turns out it is this gentleman. And I think I have the pronunciation of his name. I'm not sure. We'll find out 100% in a moment. But please welcome Michael Replogel to the show this Yay! morning. Hey, uh, is it Mr. Replogel? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. there you go. We got it. You... Pretty close, anyway. Uh, pretty close. All right. Well, how would you say it? Uh, Rep Logal. Rep Logal. Rep Logal. Right. Yeah, that was good. Okay. Ab- approximately, Michael, about how many times that your name is said for the first time is someone that they get it right? Like one out of ten, one out of eight? Uh, it's probably one out of 25. Yeah, there you go. So you did quite well. It's your cross you guys, to bear. You guys, did, you guys did okay. Oh, thanks, man. Hey, listen, uh, first of all, congratulations. Uh, the kids uh, obviously think a lot of you. And uh, were you aware that you potentially could win this award? Uh, when I got the phone call from somebody at 620 or 615, that, yes, I, I was aware that I might win the award. Oh, yeah, just, no, no other clue. Oh, nice. Well, that, then that says a lot. Yes. He, he didn't campaign. The students voted Humble. for Humble. That's pretty cool. A man of the people. You are a teacher of earth and, uh, space and environment sciences. I teach uh, I teach two different courses. I teach earth and space science to freshmen, and then I have an AP environmental. 
Okay. And where did you uh, where did you go to school, by the way? Uh, I got my teacher training at Westchester. Originally, I went to Penn State. Okay. See, Westchester uh, generates a lot of teachers. Kathy was saying that it's a good yeah. school for teaching. Oh, it's fantastic. Nice. And you've been at Kennett for how long? Uh, just finished my 22nd year, 23rd wow. year, somewhere around that. Wow. We're, that's, that's awesome. Were students this year able to take the AP exams? Uh, yeah, they took them online if they, if they wanted to take them, they, they took them online. Yeah. So a lot of my kids took them online. And do they, they still get college credit if they do well on the, uh, on those exams? Uh, the way that they set it up and, and AP, I guess, did a good job of reaching out to universities, um, and the university said that the way that they had it set up, that they would still accept them um, for college credit. Yeah. How about those tests administered? Obviously, you can't have a proctor. You can't have yeah. you know somebody overseeing the thing. How did you guys do it? No. Well, they they came out and said that you know they can't really you know check you whether you're you're looking stuff up or not. So they did a lot of stuff that where it was open note and open book okay. and open resource. All right. The way that they. The way that they designed the questions, it wasn't like you could look it up in a book and find the answer and write it down. Okay. I got you. So, interesting year and probably one of the more interesting in your career, I would imagine. Uh, without without question. Yeah. I was in the – I went to the, the classroom yesterday, and it was walk like walking back into something that was just com- like a town that was completely deserted. Uh-huh. Like going into Chernobyl, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Prepare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly what I thought of because it was like exact everything was exactly the way we left it on Friday, March thirteenth. There was stuff on the board, you know. I had plants growing and fish tanks going, and there was all kind of stuff. Everything. Were the fish alive? No, 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 no. <laughs> they were dead. At the bottom of the tank. They were at the bottom of the tank. Oh. Yeah. God rest their souls. <laughs> Thank God you, you didn't have puppies in there. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We did have a bat flying around somewhere, I think. But okay. I, oh, all right. All right. All right. Well, listen, Michael, on behalf of the students, we are going to give you a uh, commemorative mug. It says, uh, the President Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year, and it's just a, uh, a thank you from the students who clearly you've connected with. That's awesome. Thank you. Excellent. All right. Well, have a great summer. Let's hear it yeah. for uh, Mr. Rep. Logal, who is of Kenneth High School, and we have two more to go. The school that was chosen this morning by Casey Pensaukin High School in Pensaukin Township, New Jersey. So you just text the word teacher to 39333, and then we'll send you the voting link, and uh, we'll find out tomorrow who's going to get the exact same treatment. All right, I have a stupid question I'm going to pose to you. We're going to give away a digital download of the pulse-pounding thriller, Becky. And the question that I have for you this morning concerns basketball. So here is the question. What major scoring change was introduced by the American Basketball Association in 1967 to 68? Interesting. Major scoring change was introduced in the 67-68 season. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays today. While we are awaiting that answer, today is Wednesday, June 10th, it is uh, Elizabeth Hurley's birthday today. Yeah. The actress. Look, looking great. And model. Uh, they, they keep yeah. posting shots of her. She's in her, what, she's in her 50s, right? She's 55. Yeah, 55. Yeah. They've yeah. been posting pictures of her lately? Yeah, I, okay. yeah, I guess she's been, she had done a lot of shots, a lot of dating suit stuff, and okay. she's in phenomenal shape. All right. Uh, I don't mind taking a look there. Uh, F. Lee Bailey. Yeah, so, F. Him. So, celebrity defense attorney. He was on the OJ Dream Team. Okay. He oh, was he? Yes, 80, he was. 87 today, oh, by the way. Wow. Uh, Tara Lipinski. I had to go back and look her up because I remember the name from, uh, you know, goal, uh, from uh, 
figure skating. She was an yeah, Olympic yeah. gold medal winner. And I forgot, I had a little bit of a crush on Tara. Did Wolinski. you? She's really cute, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, she is uh, 38, and in 1998, she won a gold medal. She was born in Philly. I never knew that. What? Yeah, she, uh, you know, there's a lot of training um, down in Delaware. They, yeah. they, they have world-class facilities in uh, Newark, I think, near the university. And, um, and, yeah, but she was born right here in Philly. That's right. I, I actually saw... What was his name? Elvis Stoiko? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I saw him at the Granite Run Mall one time. No way. I swear to God. It's good to see you. It was it was wild. It was very weird. He was that, like a rock and roll figure. Skating. Well, and he at was. the time it was he was he was in the spotlight. He was yeah. you know, it was it was his time. And I was like, that's I, Help me that's, out, bro. Is there a sparrows in here? Elvis Stoiko. All right, so Terry Lipinski is thirty eight. Lily Sobieski, the actress. I always liked her. Yeah. Uh, she's on every other day in the movie Deep Impact. Mm, yeah, that's right. They show that thing all the freaking time. 37. Uh, uh, Jeannie Triplehorn, or Jean Triplehorn. Yeah. Uh, who was in Basic Instinct. She played the the wife yeah. uh, to uh, Michael Douglas. Waterworld. Um, she was also in The Firm. Uh, she played Tom Cruise's wife in that one. Big love. Uh, that's correct. And She's... she was also uh, Ben Stiller's, I mean, for years, his his girlfriend. They thought they were oh. going to get married. Yeah. Okay. She's 57. Uh, you have Prince Philip, Queen Elizabeth's husband, 99 years Whoa. old today. Just about to break the one century mark. That is correct. Uh, and an interesting uh, peek into his life in uh, the show The Crown, which yes. I never really knew much about Prince Philip at all. Now, I would imagine they stayed fairly close to factual stuff. It of course, seems they did, There are yeah. some things that they... Uh, kind of fill in the gaps with, but I was really not aware of his story, and uh, it was interesting. Uh, so he's celebrating his 99th birthday. Is he still today. driving for NASCAR? He is, <laughs> yes. He's uh, he's going to retire next year yeah. when he gets the century. He's market. really great behind the wheel. Uh, Shirley Alston of the Shirelles, as in this song, Will You Love Me Tomorrow? Uh, she's celebrating her 79th birthday today. I can listen to stuff like this periodically. Me too. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm going to get to the hook here. But will you love me tomorrow? This is one of those bands that would end up uh, on the Geeters thing at the Kimmel Center, right? Okay. Like, yeah. Shirelles would be there. Pots and pans. I was just listening to some uh, Smokey Robinson uh, oh, day before yesterday. The stuff. windows down, I yeah. cranked way up. It was uh, shop around. I'm like singing in top oh, of my lungs. Man. That's one of my favorites. I love that stuff. So she's 79 today. Jimmy Chamberlain, drummer of the Smashing Pumpkins, had a uh, falling out. I think he had a little bit of a um, uh, chemical issue. That uh, was addiction. the word. Yeah. And uh, he's gotten his life back together, and he and Billy have patched things up, and uh, they jammed together again. Uh, he's 56 so The one today. thing he plays. Yeah, just that, that little drum roll <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Very good at this part. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy, can we talk to you for a second? <laughs> Is there anything else? Anything else you know? I'm, you know, I'm good at this. You're crazy. Oh, you're great. Oh, you're great. (laughs) But we, maybe for some other songs, we do something different. (laughs) Well, can I practice? Yeah, oh, God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, play it a little bit so people can hear what you're playing. Casey keeps restarting it, so that's just the beginning uh, to the song. It's Cherubrock, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, so Jimmy is uh, 56 years old today. Uh, it's Kate Upton's birthday. Oh! Here we go. Kate Upton is 28 years old. 
Um, <laughs> funny moment with her. Uh, she she acts a tiny bit, right? Yeah. And she's she's not bad. She was in, uh, and I know it's you know, there's a Three Stooges movie, okay? Yeah. Uh, and oh, yeah, yeah. She plays a nun. Yeah. And oh, at yeah. the end of it, they have <laughs> that habit in a, in a nun bikini and habit thing. <laughs> Her like, body is just out of this world. She it's, gets out of the pool. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> you never saw that? Yeah. I it's forgot. Hilarious. She's in a movie with Cameron Diaz. It's The Other Woman. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and it's actually okay. pretty oh. good. Yeah. yeah. Who else is in it? Le- uh, Leslie, Leslie Mann. Man, it's, it's really, it, it's funny. So Was she the one that, that dated a hockey player? No, no baseball. baseball player. Yeah, Married she's... to Justin Verlander. And was that, the, wasn't she like <laughs> down on her knees? Oh, maybe it was at a hockey game. Down right? on her knees, do this... tell. I, th- I thought it was yes. her. She w- it looked like she was performing on him at a game. Oh. They were in some sort of suite or club box or something like that. Nick's and nodding. It... Yeah, okay. that, I mean, and also they have a sex tape that was leaked as well. They're, they're still uh, together, so... Was it know. a sex tape or just pictures in the bathroom? No, there was a there was really? video. Yeah, oh, Kate like Upton and, and Justin Verlander, and uh, it's out there. You know, it's one of those things that got leaked. Remember there was that like that that hack that happened a few years yeah. ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a Big part guy. of that. Oh, I don't remember wow. the tape, that when we found I remember out... about all the pictures, yeah. That when we learned about Hope Solo's butthole, that was in all that... One as that well, hacking yeah. that took place, maybe. Yeah. All right. Uh, but, Kathy, you're right. Like, they were just, they were messing around at a game. It was some sporting event. Okay. It wasn't, like, oh. explicit stuff, but they were fooling around. Yeah, okay. but there, and, like, some picture came out there yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh. She's 28, and then the last birthday I saw, our buddy Bill Burr. Oh. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Is 52 years old today. We put him in a helicopter once. We did we that did. in my broadcast that did. Did, uh, in uh, Audubon. He was yeah. also uh, in The Mandalorian. That's uh, right. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had a guest role in the, in the Mandalorian. 52 today. All right, let's see if we can get uh, an answer to the stupid question. In the game of basketball, what major scoring change was introduced by the American Basketball Association in the 1967-68 uh, season? 215-263-WMMR is the number, and I am going to go to Andrew. Andrew, good morning. Hey, am I on the air? Yeah. Well done, sir. All right, what ruled, what scoring change did they do in 1967? Was it three-point line? Uh, Yes, it was the field goal, three-pointer. Hang on, Andrew. Get your info, and we shall set you up with a digital download, pulse-pounding thriller, Becky, starring Lulu Wilson. Kevin James and Joel McHale, when a rebellious teen goes on a weekend getaway with a father, a group of convicts wreak havoc on their lives, forcing an epic fight for survival. Uh, Stream it instantly on Redbox On Demand today, and that is Rated R. All right, uh, we'll jump right into the uh, George Floyd funeral. He was laid to rest in Houston, Texas. Floyd's private funeral was held at the Fountain of Praise Church, and he was later buried at the Houston Memorial Gardens next to his mom in Pearland, Texas. At the service, George's daughter, Gianna, was escorted to the church by her mom, Roxy, uh, during the prayer of comfort. And a number of celebrities were on hand. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, who I believe he paid, paid for everything for the services. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie Foxx, Channing Tatum, uh, Kathy Taylor role in attendance. Former Vice President Joe Biden also sent a video message to the family. Uh, Neo and gospel singers Nikita Fox and Minister Kurt Carr also Performed and during the eulogy, Reverend Al Sharpton called for changes that can prevent the deaths of more black people. Neo did a cover of Boys to Men, uh, and it was was, was it good? It was spot. Right, I haven't it was listened really to it good. Yet. Yeah. 
Gwyneth Paltrow, Hillary Swank, and Julia Roberts are among the actors, authors, fashion designers, athletes, and politicians sharing their social media platforms today with black celebrities on what's called Share the Mic Now. It's a hashtag. It's a social media campaign. Uh, white women with large followings are handing over the reins of their platforms to magnify the voices of black women. Uh, Endeavor CMO uh, Bazoma St. John launched the movement with St. John. Uh, also best-selling authors uh, Louis Ajay Jones and Glennon Doyle and fashion designer Stacey Bendit. Uh, the push is part of a larger com- conversation in the U.S., uh, as the U.S. grapples with the repercussions of police brutality and uh, systemic racism, the Share the Mic Now organizers say the campaign had four stated goals to ref- to form a social media campaign that magnifies black women's lives and stories, to form relationships among black women and white women so that our future uh, activism is born from relationships, uh, to create a network of disruptors who know and trust each other and to create action that could make change. Some of the swaps were uh, fashion beauty editor uh, Kalana Barfield-Brown will work with Julia Roberts. Actresses, uh, actress and transgender activist Angelica Ross will work with Hillary Swank. And Mama Glow founder Latham Thomas will work with Gwyneth Paltrow. Human rights activist Opal Tometi will work with Ashley Graham. And St. John will work with Kourtney Kardashian. So they're sharing their so they're, large they're, following. They're exposing today. them to a larger yeah. audience. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Now, Bachelor Nation stars and fans are uniting to call on the ABC franchise to diversify its ranks. Rachel Lindsay got the ball rolling on June 5th. She announced that uh, she would no longer be associated with the show if it didn't diversify. Lindsay is, as many know, the only black lead in Bachelor Nation's history. Uh, She suggested diversifying things in on-screen and behind the scenes. Tyler Cameron, uh, Sien Fleming, and Lauren Burnham are among those calling on the franchise to change its tune. I assume they are former... I don't know if they were the former leads or not. It's we, been we, on for 18 years, yeah, and I can't... And as you've probably gathered at this point, we don't religiously watch the show. Yeah, a change.org petition has uh, been created. The campaign has received well over 55,000 signatures. Uh, it's asking for the lead of season 25 to uh, be a black man and ask that people of color to make up at least 35% of contestants each season. So you can find that... Uh, petition online. Well, if you think you've seen enough of Chris Cuomo after his much publicized uh, contraction of uh, coronavirus, uh, think again. The CNN anchor has apparently was caught in the nude in the garden of his Hamptons mansion during a social media yoga session filmed by his wife, Christina uh, Cuomo. Uh, So was he doing nude yoga? uh, He was standing outside uh, naked. In this, so they have a house in Southampton. So he just he's kind of in the background, and you can see you don't see frontal. No, he you, you just see back. like the side and back of his of his body, and even his crack is obscured by a line in the window. But he, like oh it's God. perfectly placed. But he was naked. Yeah, All right, listen, that's fine. But he's in good funny. shape. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he is in good shape. How much of your day is spent naked? Uh, shower time, right? Shower time. The second I am fully dry. I put clothes on. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the second, like m- m- the well, lower half of my body is dry enough to get some underwear clothes on. Clothes go on. Clothes go on. How was it before you had yeah. uh, kids running around? Same now? way. I am Not ashamed me. of my body, Preston. I am ashamed that I need to cover it up with fabric. 
I, as I didn't fast mind. as possible. Not me. I would hang around. Really? Absolutely. Oh, no. Rochelle walks around naked all the time. I got to come over more Yes, often. you do. <laughs> Just knock on their door and go in. Somebody will be in their underwear naked. Uh-huh. I, I, I mean, there have been times earlier on, but I know the cats talk. And I don't want them. I don't want yeah, them. That's the thing. If, if there's a house full of kids or, or yeah. even just a house full of people, it's not something you can do. But even like, I mean, Steve, you know, like even out in the Hamptons, like I, I can picture it in my head where they probably are. You know, it's very secluded. There's a lot of like shrubbery and bushes around houses and yeah. tucked away. So oh, he's, you know. his, his place is absolutely remote. Oh, and yeah. the wife is doing the thing. Uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, no, we're going to get more of this stuff. Like when we're on vacation and if I happen to have a really nice kind of, uh, you know, no one can see us yeah. even outdoor <laughs> deck or whatever. I'm going out there naked, dude. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. We, we, so we were in, uh, Turks and Caicos and we had a, uh, the, uh, the hotel was laid out that each room had its sort of secluded little pool area. Love it. I was skinny dipping was the rule. There you go. Time. Yeah. The yeah. running joke in my house uh, that in between my son and my girlfriend is that my son will just turn to, to Andrea and say, well, my dad's naked again, uh, and especially <laughs> when on vacation, because it's just like it's freeing, and who the hell cares? Try it, Case. No, I won't do it. You've become a Presley, sitter? No. You wipe your butt I, sitting down now? I just, I can't do it. Listen, okay. when I get out of the shower, like, uh, I got to go to the mirror to do the, the Q-tips and stuff like that. I can't even. I don't like Close your eyes? I can't even Case? make eye contact with myself <laughs> in the mirror. I'm with you. I, I hate my body so much. I, have my, I, yeah. I hate everything. I, I My wife sit on the toilet when I'm shaving, and, and, and out to yeah. the left, to the left, to the left, to the right. <laughs> Sorry, I have to look in the mirror. Come on, man. Be like Lizzo. Embrace yourself. Yeah, I, I can't. Press, I'll tell you what. Do your hair toss. They're, they're, check your nails. No, you know? no. It's it's it, they're, they're, it's like a mental <laughs> illness. Wow. Like, it's, it's I can't, I, uh, you know. Baby, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> There's so much. I want to laugh that Preston is reciting these lyrics, but yeah. I want to counsel Casey a little bit. Kathy, listen to me. <laughs> One of my lowest points in my life was there was a couple of summers ago where I did the tour to shore, okay? I rode my bike from Philadelphia to Atlantic City. I got in a car. I drove up to New Hampshire, and the very next day, I climbed Mount Washington. Yes. I got down from Mount Washington. I went to the lodge. I got in the shower. I took a shower. I got out of the shower, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, you fat mother effort. <laughs> And I was like, I, I after oh my God. all of that, after all of that, you even though even though that yeah. body just did all of that and yes. accomplished yeah. all of that in less than two days, I wouldn't have done all that. Yeah. yeah. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I immediately hated myself. I'm sorry to hear. I'm sorry to hear. <laughs> you know, Listen, you know, it is you, what it is. No, so that's why, like, when people say stuff on on social media, I'm like, you have no idea the damage that you're doing right now. You have no effing clue. It's it's terrible. It's it's really, okay. really terrible. Yeah. Yeah. We don't okay. need no, Preston, Preston has the floor right now. Okay. Go ahead. Right. Preston. <laughs> now, I, don't, I can't be naked. I don't I, I don't mean this. D- don't to, say anything. I, I don't, you're no, no, not no, going no. to help. You're no, no, not no, going to help. It, no, no, I don't mean Casey this Casey believes be you're mean, not going to help. But why do you make videos of you and your underwear bouncing around and stuff like it that? It is um, if it's you, a defense mechanism. Okay. You know? Yeah, I right. know why. Right. Yeah, he's, right. he's, he's beating you to the chase. Yeah. Okay. He's he's, yeah. he's going to take ownership of it. I comp- understand every aspect of that, Casey. I would say a good lead would be Burke Kreischer. Yeah. Because yeah. Burke Kreischer is, and you know what? Uh, 
uh, there are people who would never do what you do, yeah. who admire you for doing what you do. And, yeah. and listen, yeah. so regardless of what your body may look like, right. your body got you to do those incredible achievements. Exactly. So whatever's happening and, I and, and raising that. a wonderful family and yeah. all that stuff, it doesn't matter. I understand it. Totally understand, understand it. That. It doesn't matter, though. You need to understand And you know what's so funny about that, Press? When I do those, uh, those videos and stuff like that, <laughs> the joke is I'm fat. That's the joke. And then when people want to comment a joke about me being, I'm like, you don't you don't get it, bro. You know bro. You, you don't get it, bro. Like uh. I, that, the joke is already there. You don't need to add your comment. You don't need to add your dumb comment. All right, I'm gonna say a nice thing. I, I love you and I admire oh, you. I, you. I, I have a, an enormous too. amount of respect for you. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe we should do this on air, maybe off air. But I think you should talk to a therapist. I, I really do. Like I think it, it might help maybe. with some of these things. Um, and I just wanted to say that publicly. Oh, okay. okay, wait. Now it's my turn. Uh, okay. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> we yield to the senator from Bucks County. <laughs> but Case, I think when when you do that, when because listen, I know a little bit how of how you feel. I mean, I've gained weight over the years, and it, it it sucks. And but for myself, like when I look at myself, and I think the same for you is you're the only one that can change that. And yeah. I know that it's hard, and it's hard for me too. But like, if you really want to change, you you have to be the one. Preston telling you something, or oh yeah, you know. And so, and then, like, and so, what? What a lot of people don't understand is, it's it's a lot easier than than people just listen. There are some fit people out there, and they have that within, and like that's just part of their makeup. And I have to really get into a consistent mental space. I have lost weight, but uh, you know, listen, I haven't. I haven't been. I think in a. Uh, I haven't been in a good uh, body uh, mental space. Probably since I wasn't like sixth grade. <laughs> well, can I say something hey, here? And I think uh, he, you know what? Let's do energy. Right, one one more thing. Because I have something too. Go ahead. <laughs> you have also, though, in the things that you've done with yourself, you have played a chess game that has also freed you from some demons. Yeah. So listen, no I put a lot... small achievement to getting sober. Uh, listen, I got sober and I put on fifty pounds. It yeah. was it was just a, it was just what happened. That's right? a workable trade off. I, I, listen, I, I you know I I, I you know. Uh, Switched things in, you know. I switched uh, all all of those substances with like ice cream and chocolate and all that sort of stuff. And then I took off all of that weight. And then I tore a ligament in my foot and I put all the weight back on. And this is where I've been for the past five years. Yeah, you know. So. All right. So if this yeah. makes you feel any better, at least you and Kathy are good looking. I I yeah. hate my face. Oh my god! And there's yeah. nothing I can do about that. I understand Jesus. that. Oh, you know, we are a short of a head transplant. Oh I will never be able to fix this. I can tighten up and tone my body yeah. and get that going. This will never change. What is happening? I think you're handsome, right Kathy. It's even worse. I hate my enormous penis. The weight, the constant pulling. <laughs> I just can't believe that that happened during <laughs> entertainment news. Well, it's better than the Kardashians. <laughs> I guess. Good point. Yeah. Chris Cuomo was seen naked. There we go. F him. F him for walking around naked and being comfortable with his body. I could, I could sum all these up, by the way, if you yeah. want. Reese Witherspoon is not afraid to die. All right. Uh, they canceled the show Cops. Yeah. Anderson really? Cooper likes being a daddy. Cool. Uh, let's see. What else? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the guy who created Percy Jackson uh, hates the movies. 
You know, you know uh-huh. that's that's uh, most entertainment shows are like that. If they were honest, like extra, they would do what you just did and then play hacky sack for the remaining <laughs> twenty minutes because there's there's nothing right, there's nothing out there right now. All right. Well, actually, there's a couple things. All right. I, I, I will I will dive just a tiny bit deeper. Uh, in an essay published by the Trevor Project, Harry Potter alum uh, Dan Radcliffe responded to a series of tweets that author J.K. Rowling shared. Uh, Rowling's tweets were perceived by many to be transphobic. And uh, Daniel said in his response, transgender women are women. Any statement of the contrary erases the identity and dignity of transgender people and goes against uh, all advice given by professional health care associations who have far more expertise on the subject matter than either I uh, then, then either Joe or I. I guess he calls her Joe. Is that her first name? It is, yeah. Okay. And uh, he added, while Joe is unquestionably responsible for the course that my life has taken, as someone who has been honored to work with and continues to contribute to the Trevor Project for the last decade, and just as a human being, I feel compelled to say something at this moment. So he's just saying, look, you know, she's a great author, but she's not right about everything. Joe, I love you. <laughs> Uh, we saw this yesterday. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter are set to reprise their roles as Theodore Ted Logan and William Bill S. Preston Esquire in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. We watched it yesterday. We all had the same reaction. Yeah. Don't know what it's going to be, but we're all hoping it's good. I, I'm looking at it going, it'll probably be, you know, crappy, but uh, crappy on purpose in yeah. that kind of way. We're rooting for it. But yeah. I, I love the fact that, especially Keanu Reeves, <clears throat> who by all means does not have to do anything no. like this at all, is doing it because he thinks it's fun. You and know also, I mean? he's good friends with uh, the, his co-star. With Alex Winter. Alex yeah. Winter, and yeah. he knows that this is a, a step up for him yes. to get this going, so he he does it. He's involved with Ma- you know the Matrix with the John Wick uh, movie franchises. He's got he's got all this going on. He's in fact they're working on John on John Wick four. But the truth of the matter is is that this is a beloved movie. The first one was I thought really fun. The I second one was the, the breakout of number two was death, and the death character is in this one uh, in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. so you're going to see him. I would imagine there are a lot of reboots and sequels that I, I at this point I just roll my eyes at, and this one I'm actually <laughs> looking forward to. I'm excited about, and you're right, Preston. It could end up being terrible, but I'm I'm going to go see it in the theater. Presuming the we could go they, see it in the theater. There's a clip in the movie where I guess they meet themselves. Yeah. And uh, so they they they're time traveling and they meet themselves and the the counterparts themselves are muscled up prisoners. Yes, I mean ridiculously muscled up. Like, that like, looks uh, funny. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, this looks cool. Production has commenced on Sony Animations. Uh, well, let me back up a second. So it says that the trailer for uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. That's going to be the title of it. Uh, dropped yesterday, and it is going to um, the premiere on August 21st. So, so it's coming up. You remember the edict that they had was that they were going to write a song that would change the world. Yes, and it would bring peace right. and love to humanity. Mm-hmm. And they had, they had well, they had, had this concert. They'd actually failed to write that song. Yes. Yeah. And so they they, to they're going to try to try to fix it. Right. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see how that rolls out. So production has commenced on Sony Animation's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. Oh, Man, that was a good movie. That first movie was excellent. There's a case to be made that it's it's equal to the best live action Spider Man movie. Yeah, yeah. Last month, Sony said the movie was pushing back its release date from uh, April of 2022 to October of 2022. Details of the sequel are under wraps, though. 
Uh, Shamik Moore is expected to return as the star. I mean, I wonder how this is so with all, everything in shutdown mode or, you know, and it was we're starting to get back into regular production. I wonder what kind of hit animation movies have taken because that's you're working at a computer terminal. Yeah. You know, uh, and then one more thing on June 12th. Uh, movie theaters in the country's top market, California, will begin to reopen with social distancing measures in place. Uh, it's unclear when New York theaters, the second biggest market in the country, will be allowed to reopen. I saw something. You know what? I may have put it somewhere else about AMC. I got it here uh, yeah. if you want, Preston. Yeah. yeah, okay. They're planning on opening most theaters in July. So they, they have uh, for their seating plans, they describe it as a checkerboard sort of thing. So they're going to have different areas. You know, they're going to set up a, um, a quadrant system. If you're with your family, um, you know, they'll have you seated together. Like you won't have to sit away from your Kids or whatever. I would unless you it. want to. I would love it if every single movie theater would adapt the um, uh, 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 the reserve seat. I know. Uh, uh, it's uh, so thing. good. It, it, it's so great because you don't have to rush to get there so early to get your good spot. You know what I mean? And yeah. especially if you're with a group and yeah. you want to sit together. To me, that element, which I have not exploited yet because I'm so... Uh, specific and I'm uh, what they call a bus budget but I uh, um I I do that sort of thing where I go I arrive early cuz I've got to have my specific seat the experience has to be exactly the way I like it and uh knowing that I had a, a seat that I've pre-chosen would take some of the stress It's great off. and then you you don't have to worry about oh man the line's too long concession we got to now we got to go right, in now right, we got to yeah. get, get our yep, seat and yep. you stay here and I'll come back with the you know five tubs of popcorn and whatever <laughs> um so I I wish that'd be great if they could all uh, adapt to that. I mean, you know, more and more people, I think, are, are buying tickets online, which makes it easier to do something like that. We know? can't lose the theater experience. Agreed. Can't do that. That is that is part of the joy, a lot of times, of seeing movies. And maybe yeah. this development will actually make it slightly more pleasurable on some levels, I think, you know? I think people miss it. Listen, I, 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 I'm a lunatic at home with my, my theater setup and stuff like that, but the truth of the matter is, is that the joy, uh, pivotal moments in my life revolved around seeing movies on the big screen with an audience. This is the longest I've gone without seeing a movie in a movie theater. Yeah, and, you're, yeah. You're, what was the last one? Do you remember? Uh, ooh. Um, hmm. I was, I, was trying to think, John Travolta. <laughs> I was trying to think of the last concert that I went to and the last movie that I saw in the theaters, and I, I couldn't come really? up with either one of them. Really? Yeah, I, I just uh, it was racking my brain, and I literally probably have to go through my calendar. But yeah, last movie and last concert are, were not coming to me. Oh, you know what? I could probably just look at my... Um, you know, like my my Apple Wallet has my movie my movie tickets. Yeah, movies. Yeah. Well, while you're doing that, let's do the let's do the clips case. Okay. All right. So every week, viewers witness songs being produced in just 45 minutes on NBC Songland, and in this clip, the June 1st episode co-winner Anna Graceman Ooh. discusses what it was like working with uh, Shane. McAnally? Okay. Shane McAnally. Oh McAnally? Let's go with McAnally. There we go. The Shane you see on TV is the Shane in real life. He's hilarious <laughs> and he's sweet and then just so kind and genuine and making sure that we were on the same page. Shane is like the perfect kind of mentor just because he's not just there in the music aspect. So having him be willing to be there was amazing. I don't. I don't want. I don't think I want to see it. He's always known as McAnally from now on. What's <laughs> Shane McAnally? New episode of Songland is on NBC Monday at ten. Let's do the next clip. Uh, based on what Pete Davidson's life might have been like had he not become a comedian, uh, is the film The King of Staten Island. 
In this clip, director Judd Aptow talks about what it was like bringing Pete's story to life on screen. Here we go. I was uh, nervous because it's such a generous thing for Pete to be willing to share all of this with people. I think it's very meaningful to people who've been through similar things. The scariest screening was Pete showing his family and his mom. So when I heard that she loved the movie, that's when I sighed with relief. I don't. I don't want. I don't think I want to see it. Uh, the King of Staten Island will be available to watch on demand Friday. I think we, actually, might, we might be having Judd on this week. You it's know possible. what? It actually looks. It actually it looks does. good. It uh, does. So, so um, you know, whatever the story is, there's a scene because it's it. They're literally taking his life, and because in the movie, his dad died. Uh, in, uh, you know, as a firefighter, died during 9/11. And that's part of the the movie, and so they actually even have wow. some jokes with that. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe this will because uh, I, I initially really liked him, and then we had that issue with uh, Vinny Brand and yeah. all this stuff, and it's like, what's going on? Is Marissa Tomei playing his mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bill wow. Burr's in it too. Okay, interesting. So, uh, and if it's Judd Apatow, you know it's going to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll be uh, available to watch on demand on Friday. Yes, Nick. Please. I think the last movie I saw in the theater was Rise of Skywalker. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Might be the same for me. Yeah. All right. Wow. Uh, well, thank you for joining us for the entertainment news and the, uh, therapy session yes. this morning on the Preston and Steve show. Appreciate it, guys. I love you. I don't think we've ever done that. We love you, too. Group virtual hug. All right. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. Don't forget Pensauk in high school. We want to know who the coolest teacher has been for you in the past year. Text word teacher to 39333, and we'll get you that link to fill out and... We'll find out tomorrow morning as we're getting ready to close that up on Friday. We will be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. The Black Keys. The Rolling Stones. Five Finger Death Punch. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll I'll say a prayer today for a guy named Joe Doc who just texted in. He had no idea that Aerosmith was saying love in an elevator until I just said it just now. Stop it. (laughs) Name of the song. What did he think they were saying? I have no idea. (laughs) That's Uh, one of the clear... Yeah. Uh, Yes. It's it's not like, excuse me, it's not like, excuse me while I kiss this guy or kiss the sky, whatever you hear out of that. No, it's... Okay, thanks, buddy, and and, and hap- I'm happy for you. Quick question about yes. that, since we're talking about that song. Uh, did they write that, or is it, a, is it another, is it a, someone else who wrote that song? Uh, Aerosmith? I, I always assume they wrote it. Okay. I, I'm not sure. I know cause... some of their songs, uh, at a certain point, uh, one or two were written by Diane Warren, and I know yeah. the Armageddon theme yeah. song. This one's a Tyler Perry uh, oh. written okay. song. Yeah. Tyler right. Perry wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> no. Medea. Medea. Like, um, Love in a big woman's dress. McCartney slash Lennon, <laughs> Tyler slash Perry, Stephen Tyler. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Steven Tyler, yeah. Joe Perry. Okay. Probably should have said that. Kathy's with us. I'm, I'm with Joe because uh, remember, what was the, the, the song that I had no idea I was singing the wrong words was the name of the song. Uh, oh, slides. S- um, Why like, don't smile. you smile? Why don't you smile? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I turned my mic up. Sorry, Press. <laughs> sorry, Press. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing to add to this conversation, so I'm turning my own mic off. Um, love in an elevator. I don't know. I don't know what he thought it could have been. He, he so. thought it was love in La Vida. Love in La Vida. Yeah, he wrote back. Yeah. Love in La Vida. <laughs> I, I guarantee I can match Joe for stupid stuff like that. I, uh, oh, it's right. Love in La Vida. 
Live right. in La Vida when you're going up and down. Right. <laughs> oh, love in la... All right, whatever, Come man. On, man. Just, make, you make we're talking about Come on, else, man. Come on. All right. Uh, a story that Steve sent me, an article. I don't know who wrote it, but they pose an interesting question, and we wanted to see what everybody's take was on this. Is it okay to post something on social media even though you have not gotten back to a long-ago text. Mm. So, to put it this way, you post something on social media. Somebody had sent you a text earlier in the day or the day before, something like that, and you never got back to them. Yet, you had time to go on your social media account and and say whatever it is you wanted to say. (laughs) And that person sees it and goes, hmm, Hmm. well, they got time to post something on their social media and they're not getting back to me. You know what I mean? Well, you know, and this is interesting at this point, especially with this uh, article coming out now, because people, the amount of screen time has skipped up exponentially, the amount of communications that are being done on all forms of social media, and and then ones that had not even been explored before has skipped up. So now we're more, even more hyper aware of this kind of protocol. (laughs) Yep. I'm sure this happens all the time, but what really bothers me is the if you pers- you you text somebody, but then uh, you and that person are also on a group text, and they respond to the group text, but <laughs> not your personal text that went to them with like a question or something. But they'll respond to the group. That drives me insane. So, so a question has been directed to you, but you respond to the group. Well, no, just I'm just saying, like if you, Steve, if you and I were right. were separately texting, but we're also on that whole show group text, and right. I text you a question, not even having to do with the show, just anything. Oh, I hear you. You don't respond to me, but you'll respond in the the group text, not necessarily to what I'm asking, just whatever the group's talking about. And you know what, Kathy? Like you, you think, oh, I'd never do that. And then sometimes, though, like it's like, why aren't they getting back to me? You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. the best of us, and I, I pretty much don't care because I assume everybody's got distractions and I completely understand that. But every once in a while, you'll look at that thing because isn't it, isn't it a, a um, uh, the truth that in some of the, uh, like when, when you text someone automatically a little bubble response pops up that suggests they're responding back to you. It's no, not, automatic. Not, automatic. not automatic. Not automatic. Yeah. Uh, I think it might sometimes if they are reading it at the time. Is that what that is? I'm not a hundred percent sure. No, I think sure. if their cursor is in the yeah. like the little text bubble. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. All right, because yeah. I'll see it pop up and then nothing will come. And yeah. that's only iPhone to iPhone conversation. You know? Oh, all right. So if you're talking to somebody on a Droid, uh, that they won't, you'll never see the bubble okay. uh, because they are a loser. <laughs> no, um, uh, if somebody does that to me, posts on social media. Um, and has not responded to my text, I do take it personally. And, Damn, I, and I, okay. I don't know what that says about me. Maybe it's okay. I'm being insecure, but I, I will notice it, and I will hold them accountable for it. And I'm like, yep, yeah, they uh, their social media posts are more important than getting back to me. Where I, I've never had this issue, um, but I'm curious as to what people think about it. Uh, so feel free to call and let us know your opinion on it. But where I fall into issues with text or where the mistakes that I make are that, and a lot of times it'll happen during the show, someone will text me, I'll, I will read the text real quick, I don't have time to respond. I'm I'm working. So it has then been marked as red. It's not new anymore. And then maybe a few other people will text me during the course of the show or the day. And then I lose it. And I completely had no idea or forgot that they had texted me. And then you just, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I know. And that's what I have to do. I got to do the the apology. So what Apple needs to do is they need to create a feature where you can mark a text as unread. So you can go back and read it. And then they also need to be able to... um, because you can do this in email, you can just isolate all unread messages, so they can just go through that. Because I know a lot of people got they uh, for some reason uh, when they see my 
uh, the amount of unread messages I have in my How text. How many got there? I remember one time uh, you posted something, a screen grab, and it showed <laughs> that there were like 300 unman- unanswered uh, texts. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're close. It's 285. Wow. Um, but it, it, listen, <laughs> you know, like, one, but th- they're, they're messages that don't need to be responded to. Like, for instance. Like help. Heather Mitt's birthday was yesterday. Yeah, I right. issued, I said, hey, uh, happy birthday from me and, and the rest of the President Steve show. And she just wrote back, whoa. Thank you so much. Okay. That doesn't need to be... But did you read it? I'm reading it now, but I don't have to click on it to read it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but go ahead and click on it and then go back. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that will just... That will lower that number, and, and I try to yeah. keep that number as low as possible. And I always have like four or five up there, and I'll scroll back, and it's like, man, i got to get to that, and I haven't... Not necessarily responding. It might be somebody reminding me of something, and I'll leave it there... As a bizarre little reminder for myself. You yeah, know I, I, I mean? know. Right. All these things we do that end up screwing yeah. up. Marissa? I am so guilty of this. I am the worst. I'm a terrible texter, and I apologize. You're the person I was talking about when I gave that example. <laughs> 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 ah! Ah! I'm sorry, Kathy. I am sorry, Mom. I am sorry to all of my friends. Um, they know it, too. Um, the worst part is, Casey, when you open up a text and you think that you read the whole thing, but then you eventually open it and you see that there was more to it. Yeah. Like they say, oh, whoa, thanks. Enter next line. By the hey, way, I'm trapped in way. my basement. I can't <laughs> get out. And I've run out of food and water. Let, let, me, let me give well, you this very... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. So I was going to say, like, back to the social media thing. I don't feel guilty about posting something. Because I also have, like, this, like, social media addiction where once I get onto my phone, I start checking, like, our personal websites and, you know, right, socials right. and all. And then I can't turn off. So I, I don't feel bad posting something on my personal page or a work post that I've planned. But where, where I will feel guilty about is liking one of their photos if I haven't responded oh, yeah. to the text. Right? Yes. So I'll okay. just, like, pretend I didn't see the Instagram post. <laughs> or if I, like, oh, accidentally Jesus. watch if I accidentally watch their story, like, I'm screwed. What a world we live <laughs> in. Because they. Uh, how do they know that? You well, can you can see, see who you watched your watch. Instagram story. See, I don't know these things. I don't dive that deep into social media, so I'm not aware of these uh, uh, of these uh, uh, proper protocol, you yeah. know, and and uh, what the etiquette is also, of it. And by the way, I'll give the opinion of this author in a moment after we take some calls and get everybody's uh, take on this. Well, some of that's generational too. Like it, you know, it, yeah. you, you prioritize things differently. And um, for me, like responding to an email or a text comes. First, and then I'll respond to a direct message or, or whatever yeah. else. Um, but it, but it's different for different people for different reasons. And Marissa, like you were talking about your addiction to social media, and and you get obsessive about it. And, and I think we all have our arenas where we're obsessive about certain things. By the way, if people don't respond to your texts, uh, these the two words, yep. good talk, <laughs> yep, is perfect. Almost and it, well, works, a, it works almost every time. Yep. It does. And that's the, the reminder sometimes that I need, Press, like you said. Like sometimes you just can't get to the messages, and then you forget about them as new ones come in. But Casey will remind you with good talk, and you're like, oh, yeah, oh. I forget to respond to them. The, the king of good talk is Chuck. Yeah. And Chuck will do good talk if it's been like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you know what the service of good talk? <laughs> do you know what good talk provides, though? It also provides the service of, of calling up that chain in your messages. So what, well, what were we talking In other words, when, like that puts it back up so you can right. read back yeah. up in the conversation and see what, what he had said. The here's, all, here's, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I want to read no, the text real right. quick. It says, regarding Preston's point, it depends on how long it's been. If someone doesn't get back to me... 
and post on social media within like 20 minutes, yeah, F them. (laughs) But if they don't get back to me and post on social media five hours later, I assume that they were working and they forgot. Well, I really didn't even know that that was a thing. I didn't either. Um, I'll tell you what, when, when I text to the group here, because there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people that are on that chain, and people don't respond to that. I'm like, seven people that haven't responded well, to uh, I, I think there's safety in not responding because the number's so high. Right. So, like, oh. if you respond, if you write, like Kathy was talking about earlier, if you write to me directly, I'm I'm more Could inclined to get back to you quickly. Right. If you write to the group text, I'm like, well, Casey doesn't need a response because there's seven other people on there. Yeah, but I need Chuck validation and, in my I know life. you do. I know. And you, need, you need it to feel better about yourself. And you have a beautiful body. <laughs> here's, a, here's another text. Says, this just happened to me this morning. I texted my girlfriend to make sure I locked the door at the house when I left, and she didn't answer, but was active on Facebook. So I messaged her on Facebook, and she answered right away, and I was like, what the F, bro? He said, my girlfriend ignores people's texts but is too dumb to turn off the active symbol on Facebook so everybody knows. Get educated, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the wicked witch of the West. <laughs> Let me get a couple of calls here. I'm going to go to Tony. Hey, Tony, good morning. What's up, dude? What's going on, guys? Uh, so here's the thing that, that drives me up the wall. And this happens more often than I would like it to happen. I would send a text out to a couple buddies, and they would then turn around, not respond to text, but then like an hour or so later tag me <laughs> in a bunch of posts on Facebook. <laughs> So then when they tag me in it, I reply. I'm like, did you see my tag? And they still don't, re- they still don't reply to the comment on there saying, yeah, I did see it. Yeah, there, there's a bizarre sort of um, – it's a social media game of chess. And, uh, yeah, I guess you're – and then at that point, Tony, you feel you're being ignored, correct? I feel like I'm being ignored, and then I feel like they ignored me again. I'm like, why are you tagging me in a post? <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, Tony. I, 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 that's yeah, I, I get it. But here and now, besides good talk, would something like uh, you know, did you hear? Yeah, you know, question mark. A lot of question marks. I'll just uh-huh. do. How about no one saw it coming? Yeah, nobody yeah. saw it coming, dude. <laughs> you know, so, something. What? What? Big time open ended oh, yeah. like that, and yeah. I'll bet you get a, a an immediate response. If I ask somebody a question and they don't respond, I will just reply eventually with just a question mark. Like just put that in the text and send that because I feel like that's not rude, it's not presumptive. It's just, hey, I asked you a question yesterday or six hours ago or whatever. You haven't responded yet, right, right, right. And I, and I kind of need an answer on something. Yeah, that's a good. I, I will respond to that too. That's a good reminder. Um, I just send crickets. Okay, okay, you write the word crickets? No, like I'll send, like, you know. A little... I'll mail a bag of crickets. <laughs> what is this? A little this? emoji. This just came FedEx. Oh, okay. Okay. Do, we have, do we have a snake? Um... Marissa, hang on a second. <laughs> well, so it's funny you say the question mark, Nick, because I think that is a little aggressive. It's like, uh, hello. Okay. But even that is kind yeah. of what you are see saying. That? See that? Yeah. Do you see how the... <laughs> it, That's it, funny, man. It, it's, it's what they call, again, the Rashomon effect, where, where everyone sees it differently. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> How do you guys respond to this when you have um, – so someone will leave you a voicemail, but you just call them back without listening to the the voicemail. Oh, yeah, they I do that all back. the time. So yeah. d- d- are you insulted if you've left a voicemail? I've I've gotten over it. Uh, in fact, I've gotten – it's the, the culture seems like voicemail has pretty much disappeared for the most part in that just not leaving a message means call me. 
Um, and uh, which I accidentally FaceTimed my sister this morning. I'm like, God damn it, she's gonna think that I know she's gonna call me <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, I gotta talk to her, hey. uh, but, it, <laughs> but anyway, um, it, does, it, it, it used to, it used to be like I, I left the information in a voicemail. Did it, you not hear right, it? Right, right. So now I, I get it. It's not as, it's not as uh, abrasive as I used to find it. Does the aspect of the occurrence of the uh, instant trans? Transcribing of the voicemail to text, I think that adds another level. It does, but it's so wrong all the time. Know, it's so me, incorrect. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. one yesterday. I'll see if I can find it for you. I still don't know what the hell it means. I don't know who it was from. <laughs> I think Rochelle sent it to me, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll read that in a second. The, the only reason I'll leave a voicemail is because sometimes people won't see the call coming through. You know, right, and right. so like they won't know to, to call back, and so I'll leave a voicemail if it is again important to no, it's to, true. To have the call returned. Here you go. Uh, here we go. I, yeah, I don't know what this is. It says, uh, this is voicemail. Rochelle sent me a screen grab of it. It says, hi, this is Pre, P-R-E-E, <laughs> calling from Get I Got It Printing. I'm calling in regards to your Sally Strong order that you purchased <laughs> with us. I just want to confirm that you received it. We're showing in our system here. Mark is on for field, which <laughs> means that it wasn't completed, but we are up to a certain number. So I just wanted to confirm that you received your order. I have no idea what this is in reference to. Sally Strong. All right, so but that's the thing. The the voice to text that they'll they'll get it wrong. Like Sally Strong might be silly string. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And that that's probably what it oh, is. Man, guys, I got some bad news. Sally Strong passed away. Oh, oh damn it! Hey guys, moment of silence. Good news. Erase that. Eighty five Cranberry, New Jersey. In 2013 is yeah. when she died. So sorry Just to Just updating you. Marissa. I want to go back and defend my texting etiquette. It really is. <laughs> wow. No, it is sincere because it means that, like, I want to spend time with the text and think about the response I'm about to do. But whenever you text me, I just didn't have time so, at the moment. So this is you announcing that if she, if Marissa gets back to you quickly, you mean nothing to her? Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Oh. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Uh, like, I all right, I need to get the, This is more than just a, yeah, sure. It's you, you need to respond <laughs> yeah. with some details or something along those lines, and, and I can't do it right now. Yeah. I think part of the problem, too, is that there are so many means of communication. There's, you know, there's all the social media platforms. There's text. There's phone call. There's email. And so sometimes you just have trouble prioritizing all of them. I, I tell you what one became started to become very problematic was the instant messaging on the computer. Yeah. yeah. So if you start up a conversation and you're working and you're on your laptop. Oh, I hated that. I found, it, I found so Bling. many times I would be at now. Bing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm glad that has sort of fallen out of favor yeah. because you could say, oh, my phone was away from me. Right. Uh, yeah. And I didn't have it right there. But, man, I remember getting into some, oh, what am I going to get out of this conversation? <laughs> Mario, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? What's up, buddy? I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> so what really grinds my gears is when somebody texts me, and I'm in the truck, and I try to be responsible and not text and drive. So I say, hey, let me just call them back real quick because it's easier for me to text or easier for me to talk than text, and they don't answer the phone. Yeah. And you know they have the phone in their hand right there. I know they have it right in their hand. I mean, they see my phone call coming through. I feel so ignored and, and shameful. Oh, Jackie Bam Bam does it. He sets me up all the time. he would be like, blah, blah, blah on a text, and, and then I'll respond like, yeah, man, and then I'll be like, Bruh. <laughs> hey, man. I'm like, oh. And then what really me is that they text me back and they're like, hey, man, uh, sorry, I couldn't answer. What's going on? And I try to call them back again and they still don't answer. It it, it does drive you crazy because a lot of times my, my wife, will, it, it, I'll Thanks, just sorry. get a call from her and I'll call her back and they'll pick up. I'm like, oh. 
Yeah. Where did you go? How did that Don't happen? What did a wormhole open up behind you? <laughs> yes. I uh, sometimes I have to do, and I hate talking on the phone. I really I despise it. But uh, sometimes as I'm like getting ready to text, I'm like, there are too many words right now. And I'm just going to make a phone call. And people don't people don't answer the phone anymore. Are there any especially if they don't have if, if they don't know your number? Yeah. Are there any occasions in which you do like talking on the phone? Because I like it in the car. Okay. You if know I'm what? The, yeah. the, car, so, the car is such a great platform for talking. I, time. Yeah. I drove down the shore a couple of weeks ago, and it was going to be a two hour ride. And I'm and I was like, you know what? Haven't talked to this person in a while. Exactly. You know, and I'm. The thing is, I might have dialed like six or seven numbers and nobody answered. And then finally, my buddy George called me back and I hadn't talked to him. Uh, you were from sixth. college. I didn't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we, I, you know what? We talked for a long time. You yeah. You're right. I have like a 35 minute drive home and I'm like, if I got calls to make, I'm going to do it now. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it now while I'm in the car. It's, it's, it's kind of wasted time. Yeah. You know, and so I try to fill the 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 the, the car ride with a phone call. Yeah, I, I called a guy that I went to college. He was my roommate, my sophomore year roommate. I called him, and and he didn't. And I haven't. I honestly haven't talked to him since the day we graduated. Wow. And we were supposed to connect, and he, Scott, you never called me. It's funny how you know the, the the phone has changed over the years because we we still keep a landline. I always want to have a landline at the house, uh, and it. it it has become such a a, a flood of robocalls yeah. that mm-hmm. we now you I don't even bat an eye. I barely even know that the phone is ringing. My kids have been conditioned to ignore mm-hmm. yeah. our landline phone. Just ignore it. Um, I agree. I thought we have a landline, and then now I figure I'll know that it's serious if state troopers show up. Right, yeah. right. Because uh, at, this, uh. at this point. Literally, the phone is sitting behind the entertainment console, and I—I'll I, see the light flashing. Yeah, I—it's—it's I, in—it's the last time I went through a lot of those calls. It was all garbage. Sure. Yeah. My kids ignore every single sound that that is made in the house. My, yeah. Do you guys have an alarm on your fridge door? Uh, if it stays open for a little bit, yeah, but that rarely happens. But I will yeah. hear a bling, 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 yeah. bling, and I will walk past all three of my kids to get to the. I'm like, did you guys? Well, I didn't, I didn't hear it. Didn't hear uh, it's like, well, listen, <laughs> this is what this author says. This is all their right. take on this. So if this uh, this aligns with you, you know, uh, then then rock on. But uh, so if if someone, if you text someone, they don't respond to you, and then they post on social media. Um, this person and Steve, I forgot to to get the byline. And uh, I, can, was, I can but, look it up. Uh, but uh, so they give this indication. It says, "Hi, remember me? A friend had replied to my Instagram story on Saturday. She had texted me the day before, and I had forgotten to respond. I'd had a truly horrible week and wanted to take the weekend to recover. I had every intention of replying to her non-urgent text on Monday, but because she saw me using Instagram, she felt that I should have texted her back already. So my friend called me." Uh, called me out for not answering her. I replied honestly. I explained that for me, posting on social media requires much less effort than engaging in a personal conversation. Right. So the, the just to uh, put this in context, Preston, the article is it's okay to post on social media even though you haven't replied to texts. And it's from Nicole Gallucci on Mashable. All right, on Mashable. She said, I told her that I was taking the weekend to recharge my social batteries. <laughs> and she was super understanding. Uh, we ended up having a really productive conversation about how texting isn't always as easy as it sounds. 
first world problem. <laughs> it yeah. really is. Uh, I'm very understanding. I don't, I don't think I get like super duper butthurt about it because I'm guilty of what I accuse other people of. Do you and know that's what I mean? it. That's it. Okay. A lot yeah. of people, though, don't see their own culpability for doing exactly the same thing and they just get, uh, you know, piss off. Now, while I say first world problem, I also identify with that, too, you know, because sometimes I'm... You know, because you know it's going to be a back and forth, and maybe you just don't feel like doing that right now, or you are indeed busy. Right. Um, and, you know, which which is why I do now love an emoji response, because the emoji response for me or the instant actual, you know, like or, or heart or ha-ha yes. that you can now do on a text specifically, not even typing it in, yeah. it's a way to say... Got it. Gotcha. Thank you. Good. Let's and, go. And that's or a GIF. Kind of puts a little period and, on or it. Or GIF or whatever it is. We yeah. determine that. It's, I say no, it's a it's GIF. GIF. I say GIF. But, but you're acknowledging that person. You're acknowledging the message. But like Steve, of that GIF here, Sean uh, has a comment. Hey, Sean, you're on the air. Good morning. Tower 19. Guaranteed to make you sick. <laughs> make you sick. Sick. Uh, so your friend answers text uh, in an instru- interesting way. So here's what he'll do. He is not the best texter, but what he will do is, so like, he's the best man for my wedding, and so I'll have a lot of questions for him. And then I'm like, hey, is this time good for you to do, like, reception dinner or whatever? That's just an example. Yep. So I won't hear from him for several hours. I'm like, okay, he'll get back to me later. But then what he usually does instead is he'll send me memes on Instagram so I'll text. So I'll respond to the memes by saying, "Hey, listen, I appreciate the memes, but answer your text once in a while, will you?" Yeah. So um, he, he actually lives on an undisclosed army base right now, and he just had an impromptu wedding. So I, I, he, I texted him and I said, "Hey, congratulations! You got any pictures from the wedding?" And that was a couple of days ago. So I'm just waiting for an onslaught of Star Wars memes. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah gifts and memes and things like that can be a quick response to stuff and, and can kind of put a, a period on the conversation, you know. So, But it's interesting. Uh, keep in mind that people might have some other things going on and they, you know, uh, unless they're just flat out ignoring you, which can happen. Or they're communicating with friends they like more than you. Yeah, right, exactly. I never thought about that. That's <laughs> a way to think about it, too. All right, listen, I want to take a break because we got to go live on Fox Good Day when we return. The Bizarre File is coming up, too. And Pensacola High School, Pensacola Township, you're up for coolest teacher. Text word teacher to 39333. We're going to be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're going to skip traffic for the moment and get back to the sex because we're going to go on uh, Fox Good Day in a second here. But, Nick, real quick, the big climb virtual version is coming up. It's this Saturday, and there's still time to join Team Luke. The link's on PrestonandSteve.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, and I tweeted about it. So uh, join the team. We'd love to have you be a part of it. You don't have to do a damn thing, and you can contribute and be a part of Team Luke for Big Climb Philly Benefits LLS, uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Excellent. All right, so uh, we will get traffic in a little bit. We'll get the Bizarre File coming up in a few. We're also going to have actress Mary Lou Henner on the show in the 9 o'clock hour. She's going to be at the Bucks County Playhouse. Now we go live on Box. Okay, send me your pictures, graduation pictures. You're going to be showing. Well, but use the hashtag. You have to use the hashtag Fox29. Yeah. Are President Steve waiting on us? Yeah. We just got okay, here. Sorry. Sorry. I, I'm, I always try to get right to you. Hi, President Steve. Hi. Hi, Mike and Alex. 
Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Alex, are you back I, at the, at the, uh, I was watching, you're, you guys don't look like you're on the same set, but you're back at the office, right? Yeah, I'm in the same studio, Yay. but I'm socially distanced. So I have my corner. He has his corner. Cool. So, so that's how we're doing it. No. Nice. Uh, yeah, we're about 35 feet apart, but at least I can see her, and it's much easier to do the show. Right. Yeah. What about you guys? We, we use Nick semaphore. That's how we can be. Yeah, Nick is back in the studio. And Kathy will be back next week, so we're slowly, you well, know. That's too bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to have a reunion? Yeah. Yeah. It's been nice. Oh. Uh, I have no idea what the topic is, but I'm going to well, go well, with A lot of people have been working habits. from home. Yeah. yeah. So we want you guys to reveal, for the folks who have been at working from home, what are some of the bad habits that you've... Because uh, it's been a couple of months. You can form a habit in a couple of months. Oh, easily. Uh, well, we haven't been working from home. Nick and Kathy have, so maybe they can mm-hmm. speak on mine, that. Mine, guys, was easy. It's, uh, I just I stopped showering. You know, you just didn't need to shower every day. Uh, you know, dress with sweats uh, and the most comfortable clothes you could find uh, if you had to put on pants at all. So for me, it was just, you know, you just didn't need to present yourself in a very presentable manner, and that's what it was for me. However, uh, Nick is now very welcomed in the Amish community. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a huge beard. Yeah, no trimming of the beard. Uh Kat? Uh, And I think mine is, since the middle of March, I think I've put makeup on like three or four times, and that's it. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I love it. (laughs) She's uh, just... She's letting herself free, and, and honestly, every morning we get we're greeted on Facetime by the picture of a Russian peasant woman. Oh. <laughs> did you, Alex? Did you pick up any bad habits? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the thing I miss is that I was actually able to eat breakfast and things because it was just right there at home. So I think I got lazier because I would just you know walk a couple steps to to sit down at my desk, and now you know going into work, like Nick was saying, getting dressed up. Yeah. But I'm still wearing sweatpants. I'm well, not changing. Well, what you do? You prefer being on the, in the studio, correct? I mean, it, it just—it's—it's it's what you do. It's—it's it, the environment assists in your performance, correct? Right. It's technically <laughs> easier. <laughs> I think she wants to stay at home. That's it. Yeah. Well, I, there are some things I miss. Yes, but it is easier to do the show from here. I just have to get used to being next to Mike and hearing all that <laughs> he does behind the scenes all over again. You all know, right. his little temper tantrums. Well, here's the thing, Fish Face, <laughs> right back at you. For over a month, it was almost two months, I had the studio to my, there was no one in here with me. Now I've got a producer uh, is in my ear from the control room on the second floor, but I was here by myself. It is pretty wild because here in the building, what would happen is you would go into the bathroom and the automatic lights would be off. It'd be dark. It'd be like, oh, boy, oh. that toilet seat is going to be cool. All to myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Wait, be awesome. Mike, you didn't have a cameraman? No, we no, have robotic we have, cameras. We, can you punch up that camera over there, please? Uh, we have robotic cameras. They move ah, on And they're wow. controlled on the second floor in our control room. But eventually they'll yeah. control you as they become our overlords. <laughs> it's like space yeah. odyssey, yeah. Right, yeah. No question. I do, I do notice this, though, if I um, people are telling me that they take naps more often. Like you'll just fall asleep there at your little workstation that you have near your couch. Drift off for about uh, 10 minutes. Does it, did no, that happen at home? No, I, actually, I found myself with more energy because uh, you, yeah. you didn't have to commute. You weren't uh, frustrated by sitting in traffic. So those were benefits um, of, of working from yeah. home. You got to sleep in a little bit later, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, Alex, for you as well, Like, did, how, how much sleep did you, how much more sleep did you get as a result from working from home? Well, originally they told me it was only going to be for a week. <laughs> so I was scared to sleep in because I thought, well, if they switch me and I have to be in the studio, I don't want to get used to sleeping later. So I didn't really sleep that much later. But I will agree that I had more time 
Because I didn't have to do all the meetings and, with, stuff and then go home. With everybody home. at home, do you think certain channels had oh more gosh. business Jesus, on Mike. your cable? <laughs> Whatever do you mean, Mike? <laughs> Yeah, what no. do you mean? Everyone's quiet on that one. Oh, no. Oh, well, it means pornography. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's hopping on cable? I was just thinking about it. You've heard about the internet, right? <laughs> you know, you're on a Zoom call I mean, and you just kind of mute. How, how are you going to watch The Classroom and do that as well? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it allows you to multitask. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We better go. Yeah. Yeah, you better. <laughs> See you guys. Bye, guys. All right, bye-bye. Um, man, what was it? There was, I was going to comment on something that uh, uh, a habit that had picked up. You know what? Yeah, what, what you had mentioned, the commute. Yeah. Oh, did you sit in it yesterday, by the way? The construction on 76 West. Yeah, it's been happening okay. the past few days. So, but you you haven't experienced that. In a that while. was my first traffic jam in so, two or three months. That's what kills me. That that would be the one shining light, and I don't even have a bad commute. Would be the shining light of working from home because it's that that makes me as drowsy as I am when I get home. Yeah. I leave work ready for the day. Yeah, I get in the car. On the way home, and by the time I get home, I'm exhausted. It doesn't happen on the way here. On the, when you start the day, right. you sit, you know, and, and fortunately we don't have traffic to sit through. But whatever that that riding in the car and getting here does not make me drowsy. Going home, I'm ready to go to sleep. It sucks because I still have things to do, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, or want to do, or I, exercise, yeah. or whatever. You know, you're so right. When I used to, so I would, I was living on Long Island, and I would drive into Manhattan. This is the first morning show I'd ever done. Q104 in New York. Driving home, I remember clearly, the sun would always be coming through yeah. the windshield. Warming. And warming. And I, w- I, there were times I would have to pull over halfway home I believe it. and close my eyes because yep. it, it was so energy sucking. Yeah, that's, that's where talking to people on the phone comes in handy. Yes. Yeah. 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 So they can hear the crash when you drive <laughs> off the road. Speaking of uh, being on the road, let's take that look at NGM Insurance Group traffic. How about that segue? Kathy, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, so you know what? I thought maybe this week we'd see traffic pick up, but um, really it's still just these construction spots and some minor delays on the roadway. So uh, the Walt Whitman Bridge eastbound, we have that construction uh, that has the roadway reduced to one lane, so it is jammed eastbound on the Walt Whitman Bridge. Uh, Commodore Barry Bridge eastbound, uh, that's construction as well. 95 southbound slowing a bit from the Betsy Ross Bridge through to Girard and then the Commodore Barry Bridge to Highland Avenue and then on the Schuylkill eastbound, uh, you have some slow traffic from the boulevard through to Girard. This traffic report brought to you by Allstate. If you're driving less, you could be saving more on car insurance. Save money with paper mile insurance from Allstate. Call a local Allstate agent and get a quote. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Brought to you by Armor Metals and Recycling. Get cash today. If you need cash fast, bring your scrap and e-cycling to Armor Metals and Recycling and walk away with cash today. Located in Pensacon, New Jersey, or at ArmorMetalsRecycling.com. Hmm, that's where Pensacon High School is. Up for coolest teacher this year of the year, by the way. All right, so a man has been filmed casually waiting to be seen at a hospital. With a crossbow arrow lodged in his chest. Ooh. I'll just sit over here. Yeah. <laughs> the hapless patient, identified as 21-year-old Mr. Peng, had accidentally shot himself while loading his crossbow. I feel so stupid. Incredibly, the bolt missed his heart by just 0.2 inches. That's enough. It, 
Footage shows Mr. Pang waiting at the uh, accident and emergency department in the hospital in China. This man has gingivitis. Put him before me. He appears remarkably calm as the bolt protrudes from his body. Two men flank him on either side to give him support. Uh, the young man was driven to the hospital shortly after shooting the 15-inch plastic bolt into the left side of his chest. He underwent a successful one-hour surgery to have the bolt removed. The doctor said we spent an hour operating on him, moving a section of damaged lung tissue, patching it up, and stopping the bleeding. His surgery went very well. He has since regained consciousness and is in good spirits and can speak and eat without and issue. Back to the crossbow. Right. Police in Japan in Oita City on Monday arrested a 38-year-old man on suspicion of murder after he dumped two tons of building materials from a forklift onto a 53-year-old colleague at a storage yard of a construction company. So is the belief the intent was to kill him? It is. Of course it was. According to police, uh, the incident occurred Saturday. Uh, they said the suspect... God. Uh, Hedimitsu Sihiro, or uh, Suhiro was operating a forklift at the time and was carrying about two tons of wall-building material, which wow. he dropped on the victim. Wow. Uh, Takashi Fujita. He then, he then uh, put the materials back on the forklift and left the site. Fujita... So he cleaned up his mess, basically. Yeah, he sustained severe head injuries. A passerby saw Fujita, called 911. He was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Uh, police said that there had been previous trouble between the two men... And that uh, Suhiro was admitted to, or has admitted to the charge. Oh, yeah, they were always dropping tons of rubble on each other. Killing him, yeah. Uh, An Indian man who went to the hospital with abdominal pain had inserted a mobile phone charger cable into his urethra. No, no, no. no. And listen to what he does here. Okay, so the man, and it's... Stupid enough that he did this, right? right? All right, so the man visited a hospital in northeastern India last month claiming he had ingested some earphones, mm-hmm. according to Dr. Waliul Islam, a general surgeon in the hospital. But when the cord didn't appear, despite the patient being prescribed laxatives, right. doctors resorted to surgery. He said he came to us after five days, and despite passing stools several times, the cable did not come out. We then conducted an endoscopy, but still... We couldn't find anything. As the patient complained of severe pain, we decided to perform surgery and found that there was nothing in his intestine. Uh, it was at that point, so he told him he had swallowed this thing, okay? Why, why, why? It was at that point that an x-ray revealed the man to have a two-foot-long charging cable in his bladder inserted via his urethra, oh the tube that leads from the penis to the bladder. I can't believe I forgot I did that. Right. Islam said, then I made an incision there and took out the cord, which was actually a charging cable over two feet long. Oh, man. He said if he had been honest, then it would have saved us the trouble and we could have treated him sooner. Uh, The patient has been discharged and apparently is doing fine at this point. But how... Can you? That has to be painful. Extremely, I would imagine. Especially if it was a USB-C. Yeah. Oh, my God, the big one? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. As you can imagine. <laughs> uh, in England, uh, people have died during, uh, have died at home alone of COVID-19 during the pandemic and not been found for up to two weeks. Doctors who have investigated such deaths have said uh, they have only been discovered after a relative, friend, or neighbor raises the alarm and have, in many cases, gone undetected for so long their body is decomposing. Oh, my God. Uh, campaigners for the elderly said the phenomenon highlighted the vulnerability of isolated older people living on their own with little family support and the risks being run by the large numbers of patients who have avoided hospitals and surgeries in recent months through the fear of coronavirus. 
Uh, Dr. Mike Osborne, a senior pathologist, said that I've lain un. Uh, discovered during the, uh, I'm sorry, he said, people have lain undiscovered during the pandemic for 7 to 14 days. I've seen plenty of such cases like this where bodies are decomposed in the COVID outbreak and also done postmortems in what they call query COVID cases where the disease was suspected. The decomposition makes identifying the exact cause of death difficult. However, despite this, he was able to establish that some such deaths were a result of COVID-19. Doctors believe that several dozen such cases Occurred in London during March, April, Just and May. People oh. never checked on. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, and then we'll do one more story. We'll save that one for later. It's a good one. All right, how about this? We'll wrap up with this. Uh, it's a cute one. Usually, cat owners have to be wary of their pets climbing trees and not dog owners. But Sasha is a five-year-old pit bull from Lubbock, Texas, and left her owner baffled when she climbed up a tree. Her owner caught the dog climbing on video, and in the video, Sasha places her two front paws on a branch and takes in the view before biting a nearby leaf. Her owner adds she likes to climb up in the partially torn treehouse to bark at birds and just hang out. That's cool. That is cool. I wish I had a dog to climb the tree. (sighs) My dog just plays the piano. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, they've all got their their things. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File. I got a really good story coming up in the next Bizarre File, so make sure you don't miss that. Hey, we have some beer to give away today. Our friends at Sly Fox have given us a case of uh, Sly Fox Hellas Golden Lager. Uh, it's crowd-pleasing, local favorite, goes well with just about anything. Caller number 9 at 215-263-WMMR. It is yours. A refined malt sweetness combined with the gentle, noble hops. Sly Fox uh, Hellas is perfectly balanced and easy drinking. Outdoor dining is now available, by the way, at all Sly Fox locations. And you can order your favorite bites and brews for pickup at slyfoxbeer.com. So, caller number 9, 215-263-WMMR. Get on it. Now, if you don't win the beer... Don't forget, we have a secret text word, a chance for you to win a $50 Uber Eats gift card. Just text the word SECRET to 39333, and you might win. We'll be back in a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Steven Singer Jewelers is now offering financing online with interest-free options available for a limited time. Get pre-qualified in seconds. Learn more at IHateStevenSinger.com. As we ease back into life bit by bit, Acme wants to help you reconnect bite by bite. When doors start to open, when parks are filling with laughter again, and you can reconnect with family and friends over food, Acme will be there with you every step of the way. For birthdays and barbecues, parties and picnics, and of course, down the shore. Celebrate life together with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I just want to pass this along. Uh, my oldest son might be dead. I'm not really Wait, sure. Stop it. Uh, as, uh, well, you, so, talk, we, you talked about him yesterday here this time, right? Yes, yes. And uh, how I need him to get motivated. Get a job that might get him motivated. So last night, for some reason, I, I guess I was heading to bed and I didn't think much of it. And he goes, I think I'm going to. I'm going to sleep in the hall tonight. What? Right. Sleep in the hall? What are you going to sleep in the hall okay. for? Because he does lay in the, on the floor in the hall and watches videos sometimes. And I guess he likes this little spot or whatever. It's at the top of the front stairs of the house. And so I, I go, because you like laying there? Yeah, I'm just going to do it. Okay. Whatever. Whatever, kid. 
<laughs> and so I wake up at 4 a.m. To, to go to work. So it's dark in the house, obviously. Oh I God. go, I shower, I get cleaned up and so on. I'm getting ready to leave. Oh, no. And I step and fall on him. Oh, jeez. And he, not only did he not move, he didn't grunt. He didn't, he didn't say ow. He didn't scoot. He felt limp. And for a mere moment, I thought he might be dead. Oh, my God. And then I'm like, I got to go to work. I'll see you. <laughs> and, and, and part of me, oddly enough, felt, well, he wasn't stiff, so he can't, can't be rigor mortis. I doubt no, it. It's he still fresh. Warm. And he sleeps like the dead. And I just, I can't believe he didn't wake up. That's I, I tripped and fell on him. And I'm like, oh, I even, you know, made a noise. How <laughs> does that? I've never in my life, even at my best sleeping, um, uh, no, I never achieved a state of deep sleep like that where someone of your size mm-hmm. could s- literally step mm-hmm. on me mm-hmm. and not wake me up. You you have to, the only time is when you have been, when you're really drunk. So Alex, when, you, when, you, when you're passed out cold, yeah, like right. in college, we used to, we called it stacking, right? If you passed out in the middle of like a party or a get together or whatever, we would just start putting things on you yes, until you woke up too. from it. And I mean, oh, that's great. I mean, sometimes we got like an entire bedroom on somebody. <laughs> One time I woke up and I thought maybe I was actually dead because when I opened my eyes, I couldn't see light and I couldn't see light. I could see nothing. And I was like, <laughs> okay, all right. Am I dead? Is this the I afterlife? Dead. I have no idea what's going on here. As it turned out, uh, the entire room was on top of me. <laughs> There was another time when there was a girl who we didn't, when nobody knew who she was, and so we started stacking her, and we were chanting, "Stack yeah. the stranger!" Yeah, as we were stacking her, and she never still woke didn't up, wake and up. Still didn't wake up. I mean, but. obviously, you're at a point of inebriation, and you're you're so you're out like that. The people who just even without that can fall into that deep. I mean, Preston. First off, I mean, I, God bless him. I love the quirkiness of I want to sleep in the hallway. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and you're like, you're like, you're like the dad who's like. Uh, okay. Can you go ahead? Do what you're going to do. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. Just don't, just <laughs> That's don't, what I was. Just don't hurt anybody. That's you didn't exactly touch his flesh to see if he was cold. Or... I had to get to work. <laughs> I, and and it's funny because I texted Rochelle like, uh, you know, 45 minutes ago. And I didn't say dead because I didn't want to yeah. scare her. But I said, I think Parker's in a coma because <laughs> I stepped and fell on him and he didn't, he didn't, uh, uh, he didn't budge, and she just, I think she sent me, like, a, a laughing emoji back or something like that, because she knows. Yeah. Uh, wait, what she wrote? She said, maybe he just fell into a deep sleep right before you woke up, question mark? I don't know. All right, so, Steve, I'm not going to ask you this question, because I'm afraid of what your answer is. Actually, I'll ask everybody, but uh, in your in the height of the uh, time in your life where you slept the most, yeah. how late would you sleep? Well, I, I've always been of a, I've always... I mean, unless I was sick, you're just not that sick, guy. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I feel that the day has has wasted. I, I remember, like, if if I remember waking up late on a Saturday morning, like to me, which would be like ten, yeah, you know, and I'd be like, oh my god, I have missed cartoons because routinely at twenty, twenty one, even you know, in college, like that era. And I listen, I was a to terrible sleep to the afternoon, yeah, and I was yeah, a terrible oh. college student, and I'm sure yeah. that contributed to it. But I would stay in bed and. Uh, Often, 
get well, out you, of bed at one or two in the afternoon. Was it after being up till three? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think I just that was when I slept the most too. Yeah. But that, add into the element, I never drank. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, yes. I was, so that that was an element that never, and even as a kid, so so I never hit that mark. Now, mind you, when I was doing stand-up and stuff like that, even then, so I'd sleep a little bit later because I'd be coming home later. That made sense. Right. But still, the I think the uh, that the imbibing yeah. definitely yeah. affects your sleep time. Yeah, oh, Nick, yeah. I only slept that late when I went to bed that late. Like, So if I was up till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, yeah, I was going to sleep till 2. Yeah, nine, I just got into bad afternoon. sleeping patterns at that point in my life, too. Yeah. And, and so, Preston, huh. I think if you tripped and fell over me in the hallway, <laughs> that probably would have woken me up. But then <laughs> right? I would go back to bed. I mean, come on. <laughs> Right, and slept it for yeah. a few more hours. I mean, I got no grunt. What dad the- <laughs> or uh, I kiss my wife every morning when I go to when I go to work. I go in and I've I've and I've had conversations, and I'll yeah. I'll talk to her later on, and and I mean she's talking to me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. really? You came in? I stopped kissing my wife goodbye uh, recently because she has not been able to fall back asleep. As That's why I don't oh, do that, that to Michelle. Yeah. I know you guys yeah. have always done that, and I'm like. Last thing I do want to do is wake her up, and then she's going to stay up for the, yeah, re- yeah. the, the rest of that morning. So, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, I just uh, stand over and diddle myself. Hi. <laughs> right. right. Well, anyway, it's morning. Be a wet spot. Don't roll over. <laughs> anyway, I, it, I, I'm assuming he's okay. <laughs> Nick, Listen, I, you have other kids. Yeah, I do. I got yeah. two other ones. Yeah. Nick, uh, when I was in college, my friend turned 21, and his parents decided to throw a party for him at their house. So we went to his house, and I, it, I was hammered and i drank till probably five or six o'clock in the morning uh, there was a probably about an hour or so where i was only by myself doing it and uh, i mean the sun came up and i passed out eventually and they literally <laughs> had to probably at like 11 or 12 o'clock in the afternoon they carried me to the car because it's in new jersey and they had to drive me back to her son as he carried me to the car that i do not recall and then when we got back to our dorm, I stayed in the car. I woke up at five o'clock <laughs> at night in the back of this car. Did you know where you lot. were? Uh, I probably took me okay. a couple of seconds to go. Oh my god! Like five in the evening. Casey? Yeah, Kath. It, oh. it was. It you know. It wasn't one of my finest moments. I, I, I hit my friend in the head with a with a pool ball. By what? accident, yeah. Like like a billiard ball. Like a billiard ball, and and he <laughs> was so mad at me. Uh, it, it was it was a, it was a bad load kind of a night. I got vegetable dip all over the ceiling. <laughs> it was a let me bad, ask you bad night. what yeah. about what about the phenomenon of um, <laughs> being uh, at a party or uh, you know it's at nighttime and then you miss an entire day and wake up at the following night unaware of how much time has elapsed. It's, uh, it's scary when that happens. Yeah. It, that has that yeah. is embar- like I've been sick and have had that happen. Yeah. Sick and uh, yeah. it's incredibly disorienting. It's when, actually terrifying when you get blackout drunk. Uh, you know, which, which uh, it's happened too many times in my life. <laughs> it, it, I used to think it was funny, and now yeah. I think it's terrifying because that's time. Like the, it's literally a blackout. There's no recollection. There's no memory Jesus. whatsoever. And it, yeah, and. and uh, it's scary looking back on yeah. it that you allow that to happen. No, you know what's what's really. I don't know where we're gonna head down this path, but uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. What, what was a an eye opener for me one time is there was video of me. Oh no, uh, and I don't remember any of it. That's and, how drunk and, you were. And watching yourself. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, do things. I wasn't doing anything bad. I was just you know an idiot and talking. And I'm like, I saw it the next day, and I'm like, I don't remember that at all from last night. That. Freaked me out. I'm yeah. going to derail this train. No. You know what I was doing? <laughs> what? 
I'm going to write a song. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to write a song right now. And I, I'm sitting here with, you know, with a pen and a notepad. Oh, my God. And I'm, like, writing and my, you know, my the, the, the pen is sliding off, off the paper. <laughs> I, I was like. Wow! Who dude. took the video? Are they? Uh, it was it was at University sort of, of Missouri. A friend right. of mine. I was staying in his dorm room, <laughs> and we were underage and got into a bar. Yeah, and you know, uh-huh. I was mad because I've been buying this girl's drinks all night, and she didn't hook up with me at the end of the night. <laughs> so oh, you're gonna write a song? Write a song about it. This will be a rock opera. Do you um? Do you remember what the song was about? No, I don't remember what the song was about. I don't think it was about. Any, I don't think anything was legible. Yeah, nothing was on the paper because I certainly don't remember it. Oh my God. I remember seeing the video. I remember seeing the video and going, "Wow, dude!" <laughs> Flat out, don't remember that. Is it? It's, is it? Um, that was scary. I've heard that the one of the quickest ways to get someone to really cut back on their drinking is show them video or play them audio of them drunk. It sure. helps. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah, you, yeah. when you see yep. that, and you're like, it's it's mortifying. It's yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm yeah. like. Yeah. So yeah. you remember that's that's know. the David Hasselhoff thing. You yeah. remember the the uh, yeah. the daughter right. when he was there with uh, trying to eat a burger <laughs> and on he the was floor. yeah on the floor <laughs> with a shirt off. Yeah. And she did the video of him. Well, yeah. now my life has changed so much. Now, like on a weekend, I will it it will be like I will have been awake for hours. And I look at my watch, I'm like, oh, my God, it's only 10 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> like, it feels like it's the middle of the afternoon. Who is this but guy? it's still the morning. I heard the funniest story the other day from one of our uh, sales people. I was on a phone call with him about a, a client thing. Anyway, uh, he said he wakes up the other day. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. And his neighbor, he's down the shore. His neighbor, who likes to party a lot, is just blaring the Almond Brothers and like singing and dancing around on the front deck and he and he oh. yells out the window and he's like, dude, like, what are you doing? They're friends, so yeah, he yeah. can just like yell out the window and he's like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm just partying, whatever. <laughs> his, wife, his wife comes back later. He said the dude had gotten so high and drunk the night before that he woke up and he thought it was 7 o'clock at night. Oh, oh my God, man. And <laughs> started a party again. Wow. Because it's quarantine and none of us have... <laughs> Or a lot of people don't have responsibilities, and it's just whatever. And you yeah, guys and know you're... how hard it is to find out what time exactly it is. If it's 7, and it's so light at 7 o'clock at yeah. night now yeah. that you don't know it's 7 o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah. we, we encounter a lot. It's because of the hours that we have. Go, oh, I'm going to give him a call, and you look at the you look at the, the, uh, the, the phone, and it's like 5 a.m. Yeah. You know, like, oh. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. No one else is <laughs> up. do that. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just, yeah. I, but what I have found, though, is because, you know, the weekends, yes, I like to partake. I love to uh, have some beverages, relax, do all that. But on the occasions when I decide, you know what, I'm not going to tonight, and I wake up after a Friday night rather than having several beers and a couple cocktails, I wake up on that Saturday morning and it's like, oh. <laughs> I I am ready yeah. for the world is, is, today. They're like a like a do, a doe at the open window and, totally. yeah. and do birds fly in with your clothing and put them on for you. It's, it's bizarrely yeah. it's what it feels like, man. But six o'clock on Friday is like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. This feels good too. <laughs> uh let me go to uh I'll go to Chris here. Hi, Chris, you're on the air. Good morning. 
What's up? That's an oldie but goodie. Twenty twenty. Where's the beef, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I am guilty as charged when it comes to falling asleep and staying asleep. Um, I have there's multiple videos of me being slapped around and not waking up. Oops. Uh, I slept, you know, a midnight trip down to Myrtle Beach for a golf trip, and I slept the entire way. And now that I have a three week old, it's uh, it's kind of terrifying because I don't know if I'm going to wake up uh, when she starts crying and stuff. But yeah. so far, so good. And when my alarm does go off at like 4.30 in the morning, I'm right up, which okay. is crazy. All but right. I can just straight up sleep. If you try to wake me up in the middle of the night, forget it. Okay. All All right. Right. I, I envy you, man. Steve, you remember the movie uh, Fandango? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, with uh, Kevin Costner, really good quirky movie. It's a good, it's a really good movie. Yeah, there's a character in the movie. They're on this road trip. The guy's asleep for the entire movie. <laughs> oh, that's right. Until the very <laughs> that's end. That's right. Yeah. He comes walking <laughs> up. Every, like, hey, I'm going to take off. I'll see you guys later on. That's all he yeah. says. The I mean, everything movie. they yeah. go through. Awesome. I, I love that. And everybody's got a friend like that who can just sleep through. My brother-in-law, a Anthony, war. is awesome. And I mean, he can, in a room, I mean, our, our family get-togethers are like 50 people, a cacophonous sort of gathering. And he will be sitting there. Actually, all all of Claire's, a lot of Claire's family uh, will will do that. Can just pass right out. I guess they get used to it because they're from a big family. Yeah. Like, how how the hell could you do? I that? I guess so. Yeah. yeah. If you've got all that that kind no, of a house, you have to. I guess. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Let me see here. I will go to uh, Don. Hi, Don. You're on the air. Sorry to bother you guys at work. No. <laughs> Sick, bro. What's up? Sick. Um. So I actually I can sleep like the dead. And also, you get me in a car for more than five minutes, and I will pass out. No kidding. And it's not because I'm narcoleptic. It's just get me in a car as a passenger, and I will pass out. But uh, this summer of 94 and summer of 95, I spent literally 12 to 16 hours out riding my bike. I would get up early in the morning and literally ride through Northeast Philly and go fishing or just ride. I'd come home, and I would sleep for 12 to 14 hours. Without, you know, my mom would come in and just make sure that I'm still alive. Yeah. But there's a few people who have slept upwards of 20 hours. And basically, she wouldn't bother me because she knew where I was. She knew where I was asleep. So, you know, I'd come down, like Steve mentioned earlier, I'd come down 24 hours later and the next day, and I'm like, oh, it's you know, Friday? No. It's right. Friday. When you have to check out what day it is. I so, mean, so, Don, that was a regular for that summer. You would sleep for 12 hours, 12 to 14 hours? Yeah, I was probably, I was between 13 and 16 then. Okay, so Jesus. <laughs> um, all right, thanks, man. I appreciate it. There was a there was an article, and it's pretty deep into my um, incidentals here, and uh, I may or my you know uh, junk drawer that I may not be able to find it. But there, it, it argues that with teenagers, you should just go ahead and let them sleep. Really? Um, yeah, which I found interesting. Because Why is that? Do they state a, a, a definitive I'm, reason? I'm sure they do. It was a while back, and I'm going to have to sift. And in the hallway? I'm going to have to see. <laughs> man, I, you know, I'm going to have to sift through this to find it. But I tell you what, my kids sleep a lot. Does it address um, later start times for school? Is that uh, part of the impetus for the conversation on, on this article? Do you I, remember? No, I don't remember at all. Or uh, why there should be more bedding in your hallway. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe that's part of it. Uh, let, me, let me sift through this, and then I'll go to a, a call yeah. here while we're waiting for that. Uh, I will uh, go to Brian. Hey, Brian. Good morning, sir. <laughs> wow, we did the that whole is, thing. That's a great yeah. nail impression. What's yeah, up, bud? And, um, so my friends were partaking in a few drinks one night, and I decided to join as well. And um, 
So they go to a diner and they ask me if I want to go, and I replied with no. And uh, they come back from the diner about you know two hours later, and I'm gone. I have no idea. They have no idea where I'm at. I wake up. It's about two o'clock uh, in the afternoon. There's cars flying by me, and I, I'm on this couch. I'm like, "What's going on?" Somebody was throwing out a couch on the side of the road. I walked down the road and fell asleep on the couch. Oh my so god! So you were asleep <laughs> on, a, on a thrown out couch. You did that on your own because I've heard of people, you know, like taking furniture outside right. in the middle of the night, putting people out somewhere. You walked down the street and found a couch. Yeah, I was I was all about it. I woke up like 12 hours later. No idea where I was. Oh, that's awesome. They do that in the movie Meatballs, yeah. right? They take the they take the guy out of his yeah, room and they put him asleep. on all, they, they put him on the the platform out in the middle of the lake. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Um but you do you remember why you chose that couch? Uh, because that was the only couch that was growing out. <laughs> okay. That was the only yeah. couch there, of course. Uh, it's like, why do you climb a mountain? Because so, it's there. I know that, Nick, you... That's epic. You used to like to find a quiet room and... Uh, or a loud room. I mean, a loud room I, I, and go and fall asleep. I passed out of Grape Street on the stage one time, you know, like... <laughs> I know. Yes, he did. Dude, that was... Yes. Just, yeah. That used to be the ongoing thing. We'd be at events and Nick would be asleep. <laughs> yeah. Quote, unquote. Yeah, asleep. quote, unquote, asleep. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. I, I I had my sleeping phase. I've gotten better lately. But you know, it, it, what just occurred to me is that when we do chains up wake up calls or any version of the wake up calls we've done over the years, those people often are really deep sleepers. Yeah, and, yeah. and they will come out of it sometime. I mean, you know, we've talked about the footage where the guy comes out throwing punches. They're they're on a different planet in that level of sleep, and, yeah. and that, that's why we have to send the wake up uh, crew in to to get them out of it. Yeah, my younger brother when he was uh, younger, and this is you know wasn't like a, any sort of substance uh, induced um, sleep. It was just you know it was just the way he slept. He slept like the dead, but he also would wake up violent. Like you would. Oh have really? To, uh, yeah, that's unpleasant. Yeah, and it's you know yeah it's unpleasant. I mean he didn't mean to be. Yeah, it yeah. was just um it, it's just. <laughs> If you were waking him up, you, you would have to sort of do it from afar. My, I, I, the first job I had, my boss, her husband, I mean, she literally would do the mirror under the nose to check, to check because he was so such a sound sleeper with no visible signs, not a lot of air being exchanged. He literally slept like a corpse. And not that a corpse sleeps, yeah. but the, all the outward signs, it would scare the hell out of her. I'm kind of jealous, though. I mean, that ability to get a deep sleep like that? Like, like a deep, near-death sleep. <laughs> yeah. is Nick, you, I, you passed out at your own party one time. You had us over. This is years You and didn't years even go to your own bedroom. Ago. You went to a spare bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> With like an air mattress. Yeah, that was like 2005. It was, it was beginning of the time you weren't invited to that party. Oh, okay. It was uh, right when we started at MMR. But yeah, and um, that back in the day when we were when those types of things were happening, we were encouraging as a show people to draw on passed out victims. Remember, that's we had right. A, we said right. draw Preston and Steve yeah. on your past. We had a whole friend. section yes. of drunk victims on the Preston and Steve show that. website. Yeah, and what's the rule on that? If you fall asleep with your shoes on, yep, yeah. And that's why, like, when I, I went to the Great American Beer Festival with the guys from uh, Iron Hill, and they drew on me, and it was no fair whatsoever. Because <laughs> you had your shoes off. Kathy, I went to my bedroom, to bed. my <laughs> bed. In fact, the guy that drew on it, it was it was all planned and calculated. He decided to sleep on the floor in my room. I gave him a, a blanket and pillows off of my bed, <laughs> and he was he was a Trojan horse, Kathy. He oh, oh son Chris of a Lapierre was his fair. name. You bastard, you evil person. You're just being a jerk. Yeah, he uh, violated the rule of drawing on people. Yep. Let me go to let me go to Phil. Hi, Phil. Good morning. Hey, 
good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Phil? So, not a, not a truly proud story, but <laughs> I, I can sleep pretty much anywhere. No problem. Mm-hmm. And so a couple years back, a friend of mine was getting married. Everybody decides, let's go have a bachelor party in Vegas. So we get to Vegas. We get all dressed up, get a limo, wind up going out to the strip club, get just well-wasted. I came out of the bathroom, and I thought they left <laughs> and left me behind. So in my drunken wisdom, I wandered out of the strip club and started walking around Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> never, never been to Vegas in my life, so it was an experience. But as I'm walking, I decided, you know what, I've been walking a long time, and I'm kind of tired. And I found a chair. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit in this chair. This looks really nice and comfy. <laughs> yeah. And passed out. Woke up, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 minutes later, realized it's the parking attendant's booth at the Rio. <laughs> you were in the valet, the parking attendant, the parking attendant booth. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Dude. I woke up, and there's five guys looking at me. Kind of, they didn't know to shake me, call the ambulance. Dude. We got another drunk in the booth. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, oh my God. That is great. Phil, did you ever hook up with your friends? Uh, yeah, I found him at the hotel when I finally found a hotel. I mean, that's that's right out of the hangover. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Uh, that's oh, yeah. great. That was great. Thanks, was Phil. Great. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> you know, the thing about my son, too, is he's the he's a denier yeah. when because he sleeps all the time. And when he's supposed to be doing something and he's sleeping. So I'll give you an example. This was yesterday, I think. <laughs> at the same spot, top of the stairs, hallway. Laying in the hallway, in his blank, temper, yeah. blanket on him, face down, <laughs> phone off to the side. I thought maybe he was laying down watching a video or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, Parker, what are you doing? I'm like, wake up. And he's just like, I'm not asleep. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, he's laying face down. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I'm just laying here. I'm like, you're sleeping. No, I'm not. He's he's a sleep denier. He always he, right. uh-huh. he always says he's not, not asleep when he's when he's clearly passed out. Right, right. I'm not asleep. <laughs> I remember one time falling <sighs> asleep face down, and it had absolutely no alcohol involved. Uh, <laughs> Jace was little, and you know it was the, the times when he was getting up even on the weekends at you know five o'clock in the morning, and it was just it was later in the afternoon. I remember he was playing in his bedroom, and I was like, I'll just lay on the floor. While he plays, and I was face down. And I remember Dennis coming in, going, "Wait, are you joking? Or are you actually sleeping?" And I was like, a oh. seizure. Oh. Oh, and that's when you feel the most vulnerable. You know, you're, you're, you're what happened? Yeah, yeah. But I always get that. I'm not asleep. I'm not asleep. I'm not sleeping. No, I'm, I'm just, just checking out the carpet. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just... <laughs> I lost something. It's microfiber, Dad. <laughs> All right, one more quick call, and then we've got to we got to wrap up. Uh, although I do have to now, as far as being passed out drunk, do you remember the guy uh, down at the Wells Fargo Center was several years ago who fell asleep, had already started his car, clearly should not have been driving. Oh, yeah. oh my god! And had his foot pinned on the accelerator while, uh, while it was in park. Yeah. Yes, and it ended up you know smoking and seizing up on him. That was pretty. That's you're wasted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll go to Brad real quick. Hey, Brad. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. How you doing, man? Good. What's up, Brad? Well, uh, just another uh, pass-out story for you here. <laughs> Please um, do. I used to, you know, well, uh, back when I was uh, 20, lived uh, with my mom, 
And uh, she had a yarn shop that was also within our house. Um, and back when I was 20, I used to, about every night, I used to go out and drink and smoke and <laughs> get horribly wasted. One, yeah. one night, uh, one night came, came, came home that I don't even remember coming home, anything at all about coming home. But when I woke up, and came to I was I came to on top of this table in the yarn shop. <laughs> you were asleep. I, 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 I decided to pass out in the yarn shop on top of the table. Were you woken? <laughs> were you? Did somebody wake you up, or did you catch? Did you wake up before no, someone discovered you? No, thank God, I woke up before anybody <laughs> came down and got that. Dodged a bullet, man. It was it, it was it was about yeah it was, it was about like that say five in the morning. Everybody yeah. else. Oh, you, yeah, you dodged a major sleep. bullet. The yeah. last thing you need yeah, is the knitting club time. to show up and wake yeah. you up. All right. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, Appreciate yeah, I've it. I've had a couple doozies. Uh, <laughs> I, I've definitely, you know, the gotten up and gone, all right, where am I? Uh-huh. You know, which is, that's pretty freaky, too. And and then eventually you're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then you figure it out. But... at the top of the steps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So, uh, you know, I'll find out if uh, what the status of him is in this next commercial break and let you know if he's alive or not. <laughs> yeah, please. I, we'd like an I, update. I, I tripped and fell on him this morning. He didn't budge. Didn't budge. Didn't indicate that he was alive at all. Uh, and not somebody, a sound. Somebody texted him. That's the definition of not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have actress Mary Lou Henner. She's going to be doing the Bucks County Playhouse's virtual variety show on Sunday. So we will uh, see what's going on with that. We'll be back in just a moment. It's been a crazy school year but no less demanding for our talented and dedicated teachers. For the eighth year in a row, the Preston and Steve Show presents their annual salute to the coolest teachers. Listen to MMR weekdays at 6.15 when the latest high school is revealed, prompting those students to vote for their favorite teacher. Upon him or her will be bestowed the honorary and official Preston and Steve Coolest Teacher Coffee Mug to proudly display on your desk, the one in your home or in your classroom when you return. Details at PrestonandSteve.com. 93 3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your school. Hey, reminder, coolest teacher of the year, Penn Talk in high school. Text us, text word teacher 39333. Let's see if uh, you can nominate that person that's been special uh, this past year, and you just might uh, get them a very cool award. Uh, the coolest teacher of the year, coffee mug, and also we have uh, a $50 Uber Eats gift card for a secret text word today. So text word secret 239333. A few texty things going on. Our next guest is a veteran of stage and screen. Uh, she came by, when was that? Anybody? 2014, six what? years ago. Six years ago. Yeah. We loved it yeah. when she came in. And she she would be back probably in person, but it's a virtual variety show that is happening at the Bucks County Playhouse. Is it safe to say that she immediately entered the pantheon of our favorite guests? I think she absolutely did. So please welcome Mary Lou Henner to the show this morning. Hi, Hi, Mary Lou. In person, we had so much fun last time. Oh we my gosh, d- we absolutely did. We had a, we had a great time just talking about you know your career, and obviously you remember every bit of it because <laughs> you have that amazing memory, which has become. I mean, that's. It, do people ask you about that more or about your, your acting career more? You know, it's so funny you're saying that because when uh, one of the producers for, uh, from 60 Minutes, when the first, you know, was first revealed years ago, uh, one of the head people at 60 Minutes said, 
she will, they will never ask her about anything else first. Uh, well, that <laughs> was always the first thing people talk to her about. Yeah, well, that was a very salient uh, observation because it yeah. is such an amazing thing. Now, I am a fan of the uh, of the Hallmark Channel and the Hallmark Aww. movies and mysteries. I know I, I love the Christmas movies, I love all that stuff, and I love the uh, you're you're part of the Aurora Tea Garden um, yes. series, yes. right? Exactly. We just had our 13th movie on. It was like the highest rated movie they ever had. And now we were in the middle of shooting number 14 when all the pandemic started. So they sent us home and now we're going back in a few weeks So we, to finish up 14. Signs of normalcy returning. And that's with Candace Cameron Bure. And, and, and you know, I, I, I defy you. No matter how resistant or, you know, there's no way I'd get into that. They're, they're just... They're fun and they're good they and, and are. yeah and and they're they're well done so that's got to be cool. And but... you can watch them with your family too, the whole family. Which <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, I actually yeah, even the murders. I watch it with my cats. <laughs> You're right. They've they've delved into murders now, yes, which is murders. interesting. Yeah, it's true. No, it's funny. I, I'll I'll very briefly tell you this. There's a, a rule that there are only five times the, the word kill or murder is in a script. <laughs> so you'll say like, oh, I got one of the murders. Oh, I got one of the kills. <laughs> and you never see red blood. You only see dried blood. Ah, and, yeah. And and you never see somebody being killed. You just see, like, their legs afterwards or something. Mary Lou, they, there should be a game where whoever gets murder or whatever in their script has to buy everybody coffee that day <laughs> or something. That's a good idea. You know? yeah. <laughs> 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 I love that. That's murder in, in Hallmark land, but it's yeah. it's, it's uh-huh. oddly reassuring. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, so this virtual variety show, uh, it is this Sunday, 7 p.m., and wh- what are you guys going to be doing? What have, what have they told you that you're going to be, uh, what's going to be involved in this? Well, I have a club act of... Um, they got to see it right before all of this started on March 4th at uh, 54 Below in New York. I sing, I tell stories and everything else. So I'm doing one of the stories that I tell, which is like one of my favorite stories to tell about how I got into Greece, the original company of Greece, and then yeah. got into the national company and ended up performing in Philadelphia, as a matter of fact, years ago. And uh, yeah, and so I'm, I'm telling stories, but also John, John Tartaglia from Avenue Q is going to be there and uh, Ben Funkhauser from Newsies. He's going to be singing and you know bucks county playhouse there is no place like it on earth it's just so special and so wonderful i've been there many times i've performed there during summers twice and i'm going to be coming back as soon as all of this is over probably next year and it's just a magical magical place and they're open the restaurant is open which is so fabulous you know it's called the deck it's gotten permission to reopen this today and uh, and it, when Pennsylvania goes green, they're going to start doing a series of films and concerts later this summer. So it's you know it's just they never stop, so and they're wonderful. It, it is a, we honestly, uh, and we've talked about this. We talked about this when you were here with us, and, and you know how great live theater is, and how this theater in particular, and it's actually given us the platform or the opportunity to talk to people such as yourself coming into town. Uh, now you you are obviously always, and we've asked people, especially who come on the show, her who are always on the go, like Kevin Smith and other people. Uh, how have you adapted uh, to the time of a quarantine? I, I'm sure you're biting at the bit to, to get out and about, but was there anything you discovered that you liked about being under quarantine? Um, how about scrubbing grout? That's my new favorite thing. <laughs> That's your new thing? <laughs> scrubbing grout. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm here with six people, my hus- my third and final husband, my son, uh, who's 25 and then turned 26. Now my 24-year-old son just showed up two days ago, and my brother and a 5-year-old and a 7-year-old. The hardest thing has been the homeschooling because they're constantly on Zoom with their teachers, yeah. and so that's pretty crazy. But I've been doing all the cleaning and, laun- uh, you know, the cooking and the laundering. In fact, I'm happy my other son is home because he's a 
big cook too. So big how, stuff. How's your cooking so, game? Is, are, are, are you have the mad skills? Well, I've done three, you know, New York Times bestselling cookbooks. So better. That's be right. Good. That's right. I totally forgot. Yeah, wow. yeah. You're 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 top level. Yeah. What do you I not do? I love to cook, but everybody's got a different palate and everybody's got different allergies. So it's, you know, it's like modular cooking, but it's really fun. I'm having a great time. I mean, no, it's, I keep describing it like this. It's like, you know, when you go away with your family and you feel like, oh, I wish we had another few days or a week. It's like, oh yeah, we've had three months. (laughs) Yeah. Casey's right, Mary Lou. So what do you, so you, you know, sing, dance, act, cook. Do you, or do you play any instruments? I don't Uh, play any instruments. Okay. I'm not, you know, I, I know what I do well and I get to do those things a lot. It's so funny. My little five-year-old niece, we had to, I had to like help her with something and so she didn't have one of the, the papers and I said, oh, that's okay. I'll draw it. I'll draw the fish. Don't worry. And she said, Auntie Lou, these look like baseball bats. <laughs> you do baseball bats fish. Yeah, you can't have everything. <laughs> I can't do everything. Great at hair and makeup, did all the plays at the kids' schools, but yeah, but not much of an artist. Okay. All right, so uh, can I just double back real quick because uh, you said a name that I wanted to uh, ask you a, a little bit more about. But you, Did you say Ben uh, uh, Fonkhauser is going to be doing this thing on yeah. – on, all right, yes. so my, my daughter is, uh, she's graduating eighth grade today, and she is uh, she's a huge theater kid, loves and is obsessed with Newsies. Yes. Um, so Newsies, you know, Disney did a, uh, you know, a, a filming of, a, of the musical, and right. it's on the you know, Disney Plus app, and she's probably watched it 50 times. So can oh. you tell me what he's doing so that... Um, he's singing. He's singing? singing, yeah. So she definitely has to tune in. That's how so fabulous. And yeah. so we could do that on Facebook or on the website? Yes, yes. Facebook or the website for uh, Bucks County Playhouse. Yeah, it's fantastic. Do, do you have any indication as to what uh, what Bucks is um, thinking about launching with? I mean, obviously everything is incredibly, well, things are starting to crystallize a little bit, but do they, do they have any indication of what they're going to return to? What, well, they're what... going to do movies first and then, you know, live theater because movies are a little bit easier to do, of course. You right. Know? Um, but everything's kind of like creeping back. You can feel it. I mean, Candace and I have to go to Vancouver and, and quarantine for two weeks, but it's like, Hey, it's worth it. We can get back, get back to work. You, you know, know, you know, under, under the whole thing with the, with the quarantine, a lot of people have been, you know, there, there has not been a lot of uh, new stuff released as everything has sort of, sort of been put on hold. So people are kind of going into the archives and a movie of yours that is, a, 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 we all love as a guilty pleasure, not a guilty pleasure. We're proud of it. Johnny Dangerously, I've seen pop mm-hmm. up more now than ever. People finally discovering that movie. Have you been? Have you been sensing that? You know, it's so funny that has become. At the time, it didn't get much love. Yeah. but it's become such a classic, and we all loved it. We love doing it. I always say when the rap party is twenty four hours long and the director shows up wearing a dog collar. <laughs> wow. You know it was a fun shoot. Okay. Eckerling was a blast, and she created this environment, and we all loved it. And we thought, why isn't a big success? And now it's become become much more of a success. People stop me about that movie all the time. People will say, you know what? We can always tell somebody's going to fit into our family. We show them Johnny Dangerously. If they get it, they're in. Mm-hmm. If, we, if not, forget it. There's loads of memes of uh, you, uh, you Fargan ice hole. And yeah, all. I know. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 this stuff is just, it's just great, but it's just, it, it's weird. It's got to be weird in your career, which has obviously spanned so many things, to have something that you sort of, okay, well, that's, that's, that's back there, and, and now just to see it pop up all of a sudden. I know. It's great. And I'll t- have to tell you, you know Griffin Dunn, right? He yes. plays Johnny's brother in it, and he's on uh, uh, This Is Us right now, and he's such a brilliant actor. The funniest human being I've ever worked with in my entire life, funnier than Michael Keaton, whom I adore. Griffin Dunn? Griffin yeah. Griffin Dunn okay. is a natural 
comedian. He's so funny. He's so funny. So when you watch that, just just remember that. All right, he's great in the movie. He's uh, great in the movie. They're all great. They're all great. Everybody's great. Yeah. My brother said that to me once. You know, once. <laughs> once. <laughs> Joe, Joe Pisco, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mary Lou, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm reading this book called uh, Letters from an Astrophysicist it's by uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's really easy and digestible. And he talks a lot about um, how terrible people are as eyewitnesses. And they just, mm. except oh. for the people that have photographic memories or, or eidetic memories, and every time I read that, uh, I think about you, of course. And I'm curious as to whether or not you've ever been called upon from by law enforcement or, or, or had to be a part of like a trial or something like that because well, your memory yeah. is so two good. Times, two times I was asked to be part, you know, to do a deposition. And afterwards, both times... The cases were thrown out because they said, no, she remembers too many specific <laughs> details. I was no, we're never going to win. We're never, no. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, we better settle because, yeah. That is wow. why. Okay. Two right. times. Let's test one thing from you. This is the only, because I looked, I looked at a photo of you when you were here with us uh, July 14th, 2014. Uh-huh. Do you, you, do you remember what you were wearing, what color blouse you were wearing that day? Oh, what's my, uh, it, it was turquoise or peach because I changed it, wasn't it? It was one of the two. It wasn't peach, but no, it wasn't turquoise either. Oh. It was. It was like a. It was like a mint green. Yeah, with black. With yeah. black, yes. Yeah, turquoise. <laughs> what did you get? Turquoise. Turquoise. Okay. Turquoise. Okay. turquoise. okay. Yeah. Turquoise in real life. No, you're okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture. Could have well, been. I, I, I don't wear those wheat, wheat colors. I used to wear something <laughs> like a little more vivid. Well, yeah, you always yeah, dazzling. Like, like little black buttons and everything. Yeah. Do you remember what we were wearing by any chance? <laughs> I just remember how much fun we all had. Okay. <laughs> I would imagine, listen, you, you can't, it, it's, it's not like everything sensory overload. You have to pay attention and then you remember it, I would yeah. imagine. I, I wonder, Mary Lou, did you ever see that there's a movie, a Stephen King movie called Dreamcatcher, and, and they, they sort of... Um, they sort of depict um, going through a guy, a guy's memory, and uh-huh. it, it is this almost massive library with with card catalogs, and he's trying to protect thoughts from being um, stolen by this alien. And it, it, when when you're recalling, is there is there a um, is that a process in your mind? Like are, you, are you seeing this like a like a, a file, or how does it present itself it, to you? It's sort of like uh, I always say it's like scene selection on a DVD. You know, it's like cues up, and then it's like the movie runs, and I sort of feel it, and okay. everything is sort of processes that way. Like it'll just go in a timeline, sort of chronological way. Or goes deeper and deeper. How, how far back does that go into your life? Uh, very, very young. Like, okay. You know, super yeah. young. I mean, yeah. All right. I, I have a question about you being young. And in, in your, you're a famous redhead. Your, your hair color is, is one of the things that stands out. Yeah. Um, are you a natural ginger, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> uh, well, my son is super, super ginger. Uh, so I'm not as super ginger as he is. I mean, he is, like, ridiculous. Every, yeah. Because most of, most of the redheads, I remember girls that were redheads, I remember in in middle school, high school, and so forth. You just kind of, eh. And then they turn out to be gorgeous oh, later on. I hope so. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I keep saying to my jo- uh, to Joey, you better marry a ginger, a fellow ginger, because they're a dying breed. Come on, we got to keep it going. You know, because it so obviously comes from my side of the family. Yeah, and, and you know, I had, like, very auburnish hair when I was a, a, a girl. And then my mother said, ah, we could pop. She was a hairdresser and a uh-huh. dance teacher. And she said, we could pop this up a little bit. And then, it's like, I started working a lot, so it's like, ooh. You know, yeah. but I'm I'm not as ginger as Joey, but I'm pretty ginger. Okay, does he come with the the pale skin and all that too? Yeah. Oh my gosh, and blue 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 eyes, which is yeah. becoming more and more rare. Right, yeah, and freckles and everything. I had to dip him in sunblock like a flea dip. <laughs> totally, 
because he was <laughs> an athlete. Well, you know, it used to be only only the kids like that would have to. Oh, they they'd be wearing their shirts at the beach and so on and so forth. And now everyone realizes the uh, the threat of skin cancer. Yeah, and so everyone's following suit. So now it's the trendy thing to do. Yeah, I know. No, I took good care. It was like okay, and and his brother, who is naturally darker skin and follows more the Greek side of the family, he said, uh, you know, he'd say, Joey, mom's going to be dead by the time you have skin cancer, <laughs> but I'm going to have to suffer with you. So you better put on that sunblock. Like, that's a lot. Wow, that's <laughs> profound. Mary Lou, I don't, I don't want to ruin the you know the 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 show that you're going to do on Sunday, and, and you're going to talk about uh, Greece and, and the Broadway production of that. So I don't want to you know steal any of the stories that you're going to share about that. But that that movie and and stage show are so beloved. Um, they they did the live version of it, which Steve, you absolutely fell in love. Yeah, with, with I, uh, Juliana Hoff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Juliana Hoff. And not that long ago, my daughter, who was 12 at the time, we just decided, hey, let's pick a movie and watch. And she wanted to see Grease, and we watched it. And I hadn't watched it from beginning to end in decades. And I absolutely loved it. What is it that resonates? What is it that's so great about that show that, that well, it, in your mind? You know what's so funny is I did the original company in Chicago even before it was on Broadway. Wow. Or I was in, I knew it was in high school and I got a call about doing uh, you know the original company because I'd worked with someone who was like a lot older than I was in community theater. And he said, "Henner, I've written this show. It may never get off the ground. We're going to perform it in the converted trolley barn." I wrote it about the kids I went to high school with. Wow. You know, anyway. So we we did it, and it was such a Chicago show. I didn't think it was going to be a hit. So the fact that it's become this huge phenomenon, I guess because everybody has a high school experience. Everybody is one of those kids, especially if you know the play, which has it's much more of an ensemble show than the movie was. And so everybody had their moment in that play. And, mm. you know, I think everybody was, you know, a Danny or a Sandy or a Rizzo or a Marty or a Duty or, you know, one of those th- things. And so I think because everybody feels like they went to high school with those kids, their version of it, I, I think it has resonated for all those years. What and, the, what who were you? I'm sorry to interrupt. Who did you portray? I played Marty. Okay. Uh, the one who, like, come, you know, she's Marty Mary my love. Well, no, she was called Mary Margaret Hawk or Mary, yeah. Oh. She was not, uh, that was totally made up. But, oh, yeah, okay. For the movie. Very okay. different. The, the play is so different from the movie. Okay. So, and yeah. is it the case, because I know, I know that people, because I, I think I saw a, a production of the original the original play is a lo- the original musical is a lot more um, raunchy. Raunchy. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. so and, much more. And they had uh, to clean it up. And the Chicago production was even worse. So, did you ever have people who 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 you know were familiar with the movie, or I mean, I don't know what the, with this, you know how many productions you've done since, or I know the people who are familiar with the movie who actually did see the original production after the fact are like, gee, oh my god, yeah, it's a big difference. Big difference, big big difference. Yeah, and they they softened it for the movie, of course, and sort of made it you know very like easy for the for the kids to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think and and then even after that, even after the movie came out, they softened it for Broadway with the next incarnation that they did. Okay, you know, and so, so you're going to be you're going to be sharing stories about the uh, your, your time the in that original company, and then okay. how I got into the national company because okay. it's a really great story. Well, and who was in it with me and everything else? So. Sounds like it's going to be great. I mean, if we can't have the real thing, if we can't have all of it, you know, the way we 
like to have it. This is a, seems like a really good substitute. Oh, it's wonderful. It's great that they're so smart. I mean, Robin Goodman and, and Alex Frazier, they're just brilliant over there, and they're always like so thinking of the audience and what would they like to see. So I'm excited that your daughter's going to get to see Ben. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Bucks County Playhouse's website, so it's bcptheater.org, and it's going to be this Sunday at 7 p.m. So yes. uh, that's very cool. And uh, Casey, you definitely, you and Casey will be watching. Yeah, sure. yeah, we definitely yeah. have to. And yeah. you know what, guys? I'm coming back to do my club act, so I have to come and see you. Without yes. question, no. For the whole morning. Absolutely. You know, I'll even sing one of the songs or yeah. something oh, man. so that, you know, get everybody going about it. Excellent. Listen, you're one You're one of our favorites. Thank oh, you so much, I know. Mary I remember Lou. we had such a fun time with Mandy that day, and <laughs> yeah, it was such a great time. We will do it again. Thank okay. you, Mary Lou. You got it. Appreciate it. Mary Lou. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, she's just awesome. She is fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. That's excellent. All right. Uh, <sighs> she is a uh, a very talented woman. I saw a story about another one, and I wanted to make sure that this got in uh, today before we wrap the show. But a, a woman named Catherine Sullivan, uh, after making history as the first American woman to walk in space, she has made history again. She's the first woman to reach the deepest known spot under the ocean. Wow. In the Mariana Trench? I don't know where this is. It's called Challenger Deep. Uh, Sullivan first made history on October 11th, 1984, when she became the first woman to walk in space, and she has also conquered the deep, successfully descending to Challenger Deep, the lowest no po- known point on Earth. Wait, so she, you said she walked in space? Uh-huh. And then she and walked she, down to the bottom then, of the ocean. Seriously, she's yeah. literally been from yeah. one point yeah. to the next. She is the first woman and only the eighth person in history to actually reach this area called Challenger Deep. Wow. So far fewer people than have been into space. And the first human ever, and the first person ever to have been into space and the deepest point in the ocean. It's an amazing wow. thing. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it, and the case has been made. I don't know. It's it was been made for years. I don't know if it's the the situation now, but there's so much we don't know about the planet we're on and the extreme depths of our oceans. Uh, and it, and it's 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 one of the most fascinating things. What is down there? I know that there's a race of Aquaman. I saw a movie. Ah, <laughs> yes. Listen, was- how how far down she went is six point eight miles down. <laughs> It, it, where's I that located? Die halfway down. It, yeah, it's uh, the Marianas Trench. Yeah. Okay, the lowest known point on Earth. Wow. There yeah. was um, Steve. You probably remember it. I believe the name of it was called Life, and Oprah Winfrey voiced it. This was years ago. Um, yes. And there was. I, I don't know. I don't think they they went here. Well, obviously not. If this is the first woman to do this, but um, they went to to parts of the ocean that like most divers don't go to. There's not much many uh, videos from there, and it was it was one of the best series that I ever watched. It was absolutely beautiful. I mean, the things that you saw down there. And listen, I get it. They're they're scuba divers, but th- these places were, um, like I said, not very many videos exist of them, and well, it, it was it, unbelievable what you could see. Oh, it was a great series, and it's it's otherworldly. You would, if, if someone were to say this footage came back from another planet, you'd say, oh, okay, uh, because that's, I mean, you're seeing stuff that you have not seen mm-hmm. before, but, but I mean, uh, yeah, you'd think with all the technology and all that stuff that you would, this would be a Have more routine more. thing, but it's not. For perspective, uh, Nick found this stat. <clears throat> if Mount Everest, the highest mountain on Earth, were placed at this location, it would be covered by over one mile of water. Mm. <laughs> that's how. That's how 
how much of a uh, of a difference? Uh, Do you ever talking. see the series where they they talk? They, it was basically what would what would it be like if they drained the water from the world and what what those yeah. and and the mountain ranges and the I, I just it's it's astonishing. Yeah, yeah I, actually, I would like to see. A picture of that, uh, of you know, a uh, artist rendering or whatever. What Pornhub.com. Pornhub.com <laughs> yeah. slash, slash an artist rendering, rendering of what yeah. that would look like. A yeah. lot of it's not mapped um, accurately because they just have sure. it. Because, Steve, yeah. to your point earlier, it's so vast and they just don't have. Um, it's hostile. And it's hostile. But like yeah. even with all the technology they that have, we they have. They ride huge seahorses. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my God. You saw the documentary. Oh yeah. God. And I believe that's where they dropped. Is it Megatron or Optimus Prime? It was Megatron. Uh, it was yeah, Megatron, yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, there's yeah. a lot of stuff that's going on that clearly is volatile at this point. Warring factions. That's one of the things I loved about Aquaman <laughs> is that. I mean, there's lighting like nobody's business. I mean, uh, you know, and like no one has said, we're having trouble finding out, finding where they li- Really? We, we we can get a street sign from space. We can't find this place? Yep. That's so, why, it's why it's hard to believe Aquaman. Uh, she had said, by the way, uh, Catherine Sullivan is a hybrid oceanographer and astronaut. This was an extraordinary day, a once-a-lifetime day, seeing the moonscape of the Challenger. It's amazing. And then the uh, then comparing notes with my colleagues on the ISS about their remarkable, reusable inner space, uh, outer spacecraft. And uh, for the achievement, she and retired U.S. Navy officer Victor uh, Vascovo descended Challenger deep by boarding uh, what is called Limited Factory, two-person submersible, and safely returned to the surface. How uh, the long? First, the first people uh, to reach Challenger deep, by the way, were Swiss oceanographer Jacques Picard and U.S. Navy Lieutenant Dom Walsh. They did that back in 1960. So this is amazing. Uh, upon completing the dive, Sullivan and Vescovo celebrated by making a phone call to the International Space Station. It and just came to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure down there. And you guys do that there. I mean, if you talk about atmospheres... So, uh, you know, the kind of craft that can make it down there. But, uh, like, for example, to take the trip down to Titanic takes, what, five and a half, six hours or something like that? I'm not sure. Some, so, yeah. what would it, and that's nowhere near as deep as this. Yeah. How, how long a travel time from the surface to the bottom of Challenger Deep? Good question. It didn't indicate in the article, but it, it takes a lot of it, it takes a lot of tech. <laughs> I gotta say that it's got a lot of pressure. The pressure is is so intense you can't even imagine. What Take it's the like. weight of all that water. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I mean, the kind of device. That's the one thing. I guess the real thing is, you know, taking a whiz. I mean, you got it. At some point, you can't. There has to be a facility. There's some sort of porta pot there where you. Oh yeah, I would the, imagine you, know, you can't go outside. Yeah, I would think so. So, uh, but that's that's an amazing achievement. This woman was able to do that, be the first uh, female to walk in space, and then be the first human to do both walking in space and to reach Challenger Deep. Do you think you could? Do you think you would uh, have the the stuff to uh, if if given the shot at it, knowing that it would be safe, obviously. Would you go down to the that that depth? Yeah, I think I could do that. Yeah, I think really? I I think I could do that more so than uh than space flight. I would enjoy space flight more, right. I think, because of zero G or microgravity or whatever you want to call it. 
um, as opposed to because it's pitch black dark. It's yeah. you don't see anything going right. down that deep, from what I understand. I guess they have lights. I can't see it, but, but they, they obviously have. they have the vast uh, uh, lighting yeah. array. Yeah, you can only see so far, but it'd be pretty amazing. But I think the sensation of going up, yeah, would be pretty <laughs> hard to top. I In mean. In that series, Preston, the, one of the spots underwater, it's so far down, like you said, it's like pitch black. But for whatever reason, there's like a tiny hole of light. So you can see ju- like just this this beam of light that shoots down, but it's very small. It was mm. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Wow. It's, it's astonishing. And then you get all the way down there, there is life. Uh, yeah. Let me see here. The, this text says, look. Look at Kathy giving all kinds of F's about science. <laughs> if you have the right documentary, yeah, it that, can Oprah work has for to her. be in it. Yeah. yeah, and Oprah's got to be a part. You get of a it. deep dive, and you get yeah. a deep dive. <laughs> all right, so you know how when you take a cup and you put it upside down and you and you submerge it into the water, yes, and the air uh, stays in, and it. the air stays in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wanted that to be explained. And okay. Here we go. No, I'm okay. not. And um, the journey begins. Suppose. You got like a giant bucket that you could fit people into. How far could you go well, down with like and still stay? It's not a stupid question at okay. all. That's how it's a like, diving bell. That, yeah, that's yeah. how diving started. Yeah. And, okay. and so the, the the two things that are working against you are water displacement and the pressure above. And so right. you, you can only go down so far before, before the water goes up. The water comes up. Yeah. yeah. Or the pressure of the water surrounding you would be Crushes a problem. It. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I think but you, could pro- you could probably, with an overturned bathtub, go to the the uh, Challenger Deep. Challenger Deep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's how big of a bathtub? How big? It's got to be like iron or yeah, something. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Or like cold iron. bath fitters. Uh, <laughs> but no, he's he's right. That's how diving began. All right. Yeah. I need to see what a diving bell looks like. Uh, okay. Well, uh, an actual uh, diving bell almost looks like a land like a landmine. You know. I mean, yeah. Like a, like, a, like a, an ocean mine. Like yep. it, it, I know what you're talking it, about. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's here's one that kind of looks like the top of a missile. Casey. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, or an uncircumcised penis. <laughs> well, I'm going to get something that like multiple people can fit in. This one is uh, kind of tiny. Uh, okay. I'm getting in the penis now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would imagine you only, you don't have very long because your air is going to run out pretty Retract quick. The foreskin, so we can see. Unless they uh, can pipe uh, air down to you, and then I don't know how that. Whole I always thing like works. those things, those devices where they, resorts will do them, where you 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 basically put on the the uh, the helmet and they have the hose running to the surface, and you can you know. You, it's not full scuba diving. It's you're, you're tethered by the the air hose to the surface. Yeah, that's. I think it's called snuba. Yeah. What was the word I came up with? Is snookle or something? Snookle. That was yeah. That's where we got snookle. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's where you dive the snookle. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, snuba. That should be your, like your company, Nick. Dive snookle. Yeah. The snorkel and, and scuba hybrid. Yeah. Uh, all right. An, another quick story, and this has nothing to do with uh, you know doing wonderful feats of science and and being the first but it is a is a, a news story follow-up and maybe you saw this uh lori vallow and her husband chad daybell yeah this is this is a story i guarantee you heard at some point you may not remember it but it's insane yeah they've been arrested and charged with a felony count of destruction or concealment of evidence after human remains were recovered uh from his property on tuesday this is the couple where the the two kids were missing. Yeah, it was a 17-year-old and a 7-year-old. And, and they just took off and left. And they said, the kids are fine. And they didn't answer any questions. They got away. And then they rounded her up. She was in, they like, went Hawaii. To Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii, yeah. exactly. So they found they found human remains at his property. Now, they don't know whose they are. I haven't seen news reports 
that they're of young people or anything like that. And yet. they're Nothing not letting yet. that information they, out. Yeah, yeah they, they haven't said they haven't uh, identified them yet. There's, you know, they have like tents and, uh, you know, all the equipment that was brought in to help dig up. Uh, where they supposedly found these remains. I, I saw a video of it yesterday of her. She's already in custody because they had gotten her on abandoning ch- her children and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was already in custody. So I don't know if this was a uh, video that was taken prior or if it was from yesterday after the new charges. But she was smiling, laughing, oh, like geez. said something to her attorney and like kind of smiled and chuckled a little bit. And you could even see her lawyer like like gave like a yeah ratchet that smile. down like we dummy be, yeah we shouldn't be smiling right now can you guys please refresh my memory on this because none of this is ringing all right I'll, I'll I'll run down the the situation but they they have, now you all have to remind me why they nicknamed her the cult mom uh, be- go ahead, sorry go ahead. no I was I was just read about it Steve go sorry ahead. no so I, I, I'm not that I I I'm just vaguely up to speed on it so she um after her there so both of her and and her new husband um both of their spouses had this mysterious death um so they the the spouse her spouse her former husband uh originally said that she was getting into this uh cult-like behaviors she was um you know showing and uh aimed she she was doing these videos online about um you know biblical the end of times and and the end of time and things like that uh so he had first brought that to light and then uh he was he was killed he was shot and killed uh and then the guy that she married uh, his wife also died mysteriously. Yeah, in fact, it says here, Lori and Chad are being investigated for conspiracy, attempted murder, and murder in the death of Chad's first wife, Tammy Daybell, who mysteriously died at uh, one of their homes in, in uh, October. Jeez. Uh, they began searching for the children in late November after performing a welfare check ordered by concerned relatives who said they hadn't spoken to 7-year-old J.J., who's autistic, by the way, or has autism, I should say, in months. Uh, when officers first went to Lori's home in Idaho on November 26th, she told them that J.J. was visiting relatives in Arizona, which investigators say was a lie. Officers returned the following day and found that Lori and the man she married weeks later, Chad Daybell, had fled, and that's when they were off. So and- both, of their, both of their spouses mysteriously die. They get married like two weeks later. The kids are missing, mm-hmm. and now they find remains on his property. Yep, exactly. So... Uh, this is the second time that they've searched his home during their seven-month hunt for the uh, the missing kids. It was too soon to say whether the remains belonged to the children, Joshua, J.J. Vallow, and Taylee uh, Ryan, who were last seen in September, by the way. Officers were continuing to search the home for any further in- evidence uh, related to the case. An autopsy is going to be carried out on the remains in the coming days, so maybe they'll release that information. I don't know. But aerial footage that you were talking about, Kathy, showed investigators digging up soil around what appeared to be a well in the backyard. And it's a big, it's a fairly big yard. It appears to be, at least. Uh, she's spent the last four months behind bars on charges of abandonment, like Kathy said, and desertion. Uh, she and Chad, uh, who it says here, the prolific doomsday author, alleged cult leader and former grave digger, whom she married less than two months after her, the kids vanished, have repeatedly refused to say where the children are, but insist that they are safe somewhere. Yeah, he, so he was apparently a writer. He wrote several books uh, and focused like on those yeah. scenarios and like the ch- church theology and all that. Wow. All right. Here's a text that says, science and murder expert. Who is the <laughs> yeah, new <right>? Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Listen, I sh- I should have been a detective. Yeah, I, lo- I love doing this stuff. I'm like, I can I want to. I'm not help them touching out. that. As long as you well, don't yeah. have to hug anybody. <laughs> Evidence. I'm not touching that. 
Which, speaking of hugging, by the way, and we'll keep an eye on that story, uh, it, this is according to a Belgian virologist, Mark Van Ranst, says that uh, hugging is less risky than giving a handshake. I thought you were oh. going to say something else. Than giving yeah. a handy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Great news. In the wake of the pandemic. <laughs> And uh, jobs are back on the table. Uh, he also advises saving hugs for the people you have an affinity with. So there you go. Right, that right, goes, right. That's Kathy's. That's uh, me. Yep. Uh, uh, thought process. And then she notes, had to. Kathy had to shutter her hugging booth at the curb. Uh, <laughs> notes that uh, people probably won't have missed the obligatory handshake anyway. Uh, Van Ranst made the statement as uh, Belgium announced on Monday that its citizens may see uh, ten other people per week as the country relaxes its nationwide. Lockdown. I don't know. I've felt odd when I've uh, on a couple of gatherings, small gatherings, or seeing people not shaking hands or being introduced to somebody for the first time and not shaking their hand. I mean, it's not the end of the world. It just feels a little bit odd, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, listen, we'll see. We'll see what the deal is. I mean, we talked about yesterday. I think at some point the need for that 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 hugging and all that will. It, it, it's you need it. In fact, we know that there's a medical benefit to it. Yeah, so we'll, yeah. we'll we'll find some way. Yeah, but uh, the uh, the as shaking as are still on the table. shaking of the hands <laughs> is uh, is more uh, dangerous than than a hug. By Use the way. your hands to shake other things. One last thing, and then we'll we'll have to take a break in a moment. And uh, Kathy, here this speaks to you again. Uh, it has to do about clothing and shopping and so Ooh, on. Oh my God! Uh, the Gap recently announced that it is using what's called a pack and hold strategy on its spring and summer inventory after being forced to temporarily close its stores due to the pandemic. So if you thought you were going to get a lot of clearance items when they reopen, that's not the case of the Gap. It might be the the same thing at other stores as well. So rather than sell the clothing that's been sitting in the stores at a deep discount, Gap is choosing to store the clothes and put them back out next spring. So the spring fashions you missed out on. I know. I'm not sure I'm loving this because well, yeah. then they're going to look dated. From a business. Yeah, Maybe. but some of the stuff like jeans and stuff are just jeans, you know. So, But from a business sense, it does make sense because, It's you funny. Know. I was just having this conversation yesterday and we were wondering what, what is going to happen to all of these clothes because but but there were also reports that some of the warehouses were shut down so they weren't going to be able to get the merchandise so now are they jumping you know right into because you, you get just a little bit into summer and and the fall stuff is already out it's yeah. funny because a little while ago, I mean, a week or two two weeks ago i don't know how long it was but it was uh they did a feature on ikabuchi case the uh oh yeah a formal wear and the, the guys are great and they always help us out and but in their in their display windows were St. Patrick's Day tuxedos. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Tommy Hilfiger and Calvin Klein said that they may, may be considering doing the same what? thing. That's interesting. That's really yeah. like almost the whole. Uh, all of the fashion trends didn't get a chance to thrive, so they'll just bring it back next year. Maybe they're going to well, try maybe and do this. That. Is the time to pick up your summer snorkel jacket, right? <laughs> uh, Business Insider notes that for the pack and hold strategy to work. Retailers have to work with inventory that is basic enough to still be in style for the following year, Kat. So they want to stick with the basic stuff. And back and hold is a strategy you can use in the bedroom as well, right, Preston? (laughs) Yeah, you can. Uh, It says, as apparel brands usually rely on the idea that they're offering the newest and trendiest styles in order to appeal to shoppers. Huh. It's funny. You guys have seen uh, The Devil Wears Prada, right? Yeah, I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, I do. There's a part where... uh, 
the the main character or you know uh, um, Anne Hathaway, not Anne Hathaway, um, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep's character is describing to her because Anne Hathaway's new to this, and she does she says I don't get it, right? Yeah. And she describes to her essentially how this works, how the very thing she's wearing right now right. was something that was chosen by her from other people like three years ago, and she didn't even know it. And she gave her a quick rundown of, oh, yeah, they were they were highlighting this color, and it took off in this, and blah, 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 that, and then it eventually made its way after the runways right. and all this stuff. It eventually made it into the bargain bin where you picked it up. Right. Uh, shade of you know. blue, the cerulean blue. Yes, yes, yeah, cerulean blue. It's fascinating. Yeah, and it it's is. True. And, it, and it's how that stuff works. Yeah. Because uh, there is a, it's it's big, big business, and they have their they have their method. That was you know? our entree into radio. We all came from the world of high fashion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some analysts think the strategy will work for Gap, uh, but would likely not work for more niche brands. Right? Exactly. What about food That's- places? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, That's what hang I'm on. <laughs> Save the chicken salad yeah. from spraying for yeah. next year. Mm. Oh, this Is must this... be their St. Patrick's Day chicken salad. Yeah. It's green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyhow, uh, we need to take a break because I got some bizarre file stories I don't want to share with you. There's a really good one I'm going to lead with. I, awesome. I almost got to it in the last one. I'm like, eh, I'm going to hang on to this one. So we will have that when we return. And don't forget the secret text word today. Uh, We have a chance to win a $50 Uber Eats gift card, courtesy of FX on Hulu. Text the word SECRET to 39333, and uh, we'll send the word to you, and I ask you to call in with it in a little bit. That's not too far off. We'll be right back. What's new? Why do you ask? Weezer. Bad Wolves. But I'm getting sober, trying what I can. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. I just wanted to mention that uh, I miss our Daily Rush videos. They're not happening as often because we don't have anybody here to run the video equipment because we're still... You know, uh, keeping the numbers kind of thin in the office. and uh, But there was one that came out. I watched it yesterday. Uh, it's about the um, <clears throat> the most isolated man in history. Yes. Uh, who was an astronaut. I forgot his name. It was on Apollo 15. It was, they said, well, it was on the, the far side of the moon. And, yeah, uh, it was while they were, they were on the surface and he was in the capsule. Right. So he was further away from any human being, uh, you know, alone, uh, farther away than anybody ever has been. It's hilarious. Yeah. I was just <laughs> cracking up. Um, so I hope someday soon we'll be getting our Daily Rush videos back more often. Yeah. But uh, I like I, the and, graphic. And whoever edited it, I don't know if that was Nick Murphy or not, but it's excellent. It's just the great the way he zooms in on some stuff. So <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, uh, go watch that on com. And also, Casey, how much time do we have? Because this Plenty. may... We got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. I don't. We don't need to spend a lot of time on this, uh, but I did want to mention it before the day gets past us. Casey pointed out the fact that today is Delco Day. Oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's six ten. Six ten. Is that the area code? Uh, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, so when we went. But probably back in '93, right, Nick? Um, there were two, I was, believe. It was like two one five. Yeah, there were there were four area codes in the state in the mm-hmm. entire state. There was yeah. two one five, seven one seven, and then whatever the two in the western part of the state. Right, were. and then around 1993, 
we were required to uh, dial all 10 digits, uh, you know, including the area code. And so that's when um, Delaware County was designated a 610 area code. Okay. And Is this yeah. known amongst Delaware County? Countyans? It should be. Amongst I mean, the elders. If you're worth your weight in salt and you're a Delaware <laughs> County resident. <laughs> okay. I I, here's, here's the thing. Uh, I think that it expanded beyond Delaware County, but Delaware County is the only county that claims it. I think that it, it actually well, was in the, in the suburbs is, all around is, Philly. Yeah. Yeah. And, now, you mean now or back then? No, no, no. Then? Back then. Even back okay. then. But but Delco has such pride that they're like, no, no, no. This is our thing. This is ours. Well, yeah, you know, we the, own it. it used to be the, so for a while, okay. it was all the rage to wear your, um, your area code. On, uh, on yeah. clothing, uh, so oh so, yeah, man. The in the you know the two one two, New York and L A had everybody with you know the three. Yeah, I remember the three one zero in L A. Yep, yep. yeah. If you lived in the Valley, you were an eight one eight number and you were a loser. But if yep. you lived in the nice part of L A, you had a three one zero number. Right, it signified class on some levels. And New York was two one two, I think. Yeah. So yeah. Delco yeah. is is Delco fully. No, it's, it's it's well we're looking well, at we're looking at the no. map. Yes, assume... Delco. If you have a landline, your your uh, your area code is six one zero. All right, and Preston, do you know what the area code is in Cape Canaveral? Uh, three two one. Yeah, yeah, that's it right. Is. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. It's it's awesome. (laughs) No, it's a little. It's a cute little piece of. Yeah, fun dialing a number. (laughs) (laughs) Did you notice what it was? (laughs) Like lift off, right? Uh, You lived in Cape Canaveral. No, I just I wasn't sure if uh, if that's part of like because you have like a bunch of Delco shirts and things like that. Is six one zero incorporated in that anywhere? Uh, I think I might have a 610 t-shirt, but I, I think I, maybe I wore it once and I have no idea where it is now. Okay. Um, and it's like in the Run DMC font. Okay. I think. Yeah. But other people know this is a thing? Straight out of Springfield. That's what I was curious about. Okay. Yeah, he's Straight not really answering that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Kathy. Yeah, every, yes. Like, so, so my, my, uh, Delco t-shirt provider over at Primitive T-shirts, uh, yeah, they have a, they have a, uh. Uh, a post on Instagram wishing everybody in Del- Delaware County a happy 610 day. I'm just I'm curious day. as to why Delco are the only people that celebrated because because it, we're Delco and we're weird like that. Gotcha. You know, yeah, we we <laughs> like Nick numbers. Looking for something. Why do we something, man? Uh, I mean, I live in Delco right now too, so yes, I, you I, do. I, I probably should take more pride in this. A lot of people are pointing out, yes, it's not just Delco, but what if you're the part of the conversation you're missing is 610 started in that area. From what we understand, well, no, it didn't. That's what it, it it started in that area as well. But that's what that was my point is that it, the only people who claim that it started in that area are the Delco people. So what's the story, Case? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, because everyone well, got an area code at the same time, including six one zero. It expanded into Chester County and Montgomery right. County and Berks. Um, but Delco claims that it's a Delco thing, and that, yeah. that's where I'm thrown off by it. Yeah, it's it's ours. You shouldn't be, uh, right. oh Nick. Hey, listen, we let you guys, we share. I mean, Delco, we like to share, and we <laughs> let our surrounding areas. Uh, we Isn't there a sign that says sharing our area code since 19 Yeah, whatever? since 1993. Yeah. That's right. It's so funny. I guess I've, every now and then I try to understand it, and, and I don't, and it's fine, you know, but... It's uh, the listen, Delco Pride thing. The Delco Why? Pride thing is to me. I think 
I started it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you uh, yeah. started Chuck is losing his crap. In the other. I'm looking at him behind the glass. He's just uh, he's dying over you there. You believe you started I Delco started. Pride? I, I'm pretty sure I started the uh, overwhelming Delco Pride. Yes, yes. I'm fairly <laughs> and sure I invented it started, paper plates. I, am, I did not invent paper plates, but I did invent uh, during Money Money. You know when people yell F and bull S? Yeah. yeah. I started that. Started. Invented post-its. I had to. <laughs> No, you didn't. No, you oh, didn't. my God. Okay. Listen, there is a lot of pride from people that come from Delaware County. And although you think you created it, Casey, um, I, I just remember in college, some of the people that I went to school with that were from Delaware County and then meeting Casey years later, I was like, oh, my God, they're all the same. Yeah. Okay. Like, not in a bad, really not in a bad way. But but I just rem- I rem- specifically remember, like, thinking of the people I went to school with. And then meeting Casey when I started working with you guys, and I'm telling you, there, they're, they're all very similar. There are certain towns that have that, and I, I love it. I love when I, when I was in Maniac, Maniac, Roxborough, definitely. Uh, there's that, you know, just in, in towns, that town pride. You know. So may I, may I ask, since today, 610 is Delco Day, what should one do to celebrate <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I would de- listen. I, I I'm sober now, so I wouldn't do this anymore. But right. I would definitely find a park bench and, and smoke a bowl out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think people should te- I think people should text in or call suggestions of what you should do. <laughs> To celebrate um, Delco Day. Six, ten day. I, I would be interested. Well, you know, definitely brush your teeth for the year, you know? <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Let, let's find out. I'll, I'll do the, the bizarre file, and then maybe right. if, if we get some good suggestions, we can take a look at that. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, brought to you this morning by hers, the official chip of taking your summer to the next level when it comes to snacking this summer. Keep it Philly, Philly, and make it hers, hers, forever good. All right, here's the story I was telling you about. A birthday weekend threesome came to an abrupt end on Friday when the 19-year-old celebrant pulled a male acquaintance, quote, off the other woman by his genitals Whoa. and threw him on the floor what? of a La Quinta Inn hotel room. So this is a threesome gone wrong. Uh-huh. And she she threw him around by his genitals. Responding to a 911 hang-up call from the hotel, cops spoke with the birthday girl who said that she had invited a 19-year-old male friend to spend the weekend with her in Myrtle Beach. The woman named Mary Jane told police that her friend, uh, Yahim, had arrived. It's either Yahim or Jahim, but I'm going to go with Yahim. Uh, in Myrtle Beach before her, and he had been, quote, spending time with another woman before she got there. Uh, the n- report notes it's that's when, uh, that's what started the whole argument. Yahim told officers that he and Mary Jane agreed to have sexual relations with the other woman. Mary Jane, however, did tell cops that the second woman had a pistol in her handbag. During the course of the relations, Yahim said Mary Jane pulled him off the other woman by his genitals and threw him to the floor. Wow, man. During a physical confrontation. How do you even do that? A physical confrontation that followed, Yahim said he kicked Mary Jane, causing her to fall. Mary Jane and Yahim then both got dressed and left the room. Mary Jane, cops said, grabbed a bottle of liquor and smashed it on the ground outside of the hotel and then sought to call 911. Yahim responded by taking her phone and leaving the area. Mary Jane reported suffering injuries to her forehead, pinky finger, and pinky toe during the scrum. 
Uh, my pinky! <laughs> the uh, report does not address whether Yahim was injured by the genital yanking. No charges were filed against either Mary Jane or Yahim, and everyone left on their own recognizance. I think, I think you... This... Go ahead, Kathy. No, I think this happens more than we would ever know. Oh, because... yeah. People yanked up by their genitals and well, thrown against the wall? There's, there's, when you're a swinger, there's rules that need to be followed, and if you don't follow them, it's like, although seems odd to us, yeah. uh, is not to them. Maybe, in fact, it's more advanced, Mm -hmm. and we just don't realize it. Here's another story. Four neo-Nazi diehards are facing jail for being active members of a banned terrorist group called National Action. Uh, Alice Cutter and her former partner, Mark Jones, appeared at Birmingham Court in England, along with Gary Jack and Connor Scother. Now... Uh, I bring this up for a particular reason. Uh, The extreme right-wing group whose members have been described as diehards was banned after a series of rallies and incidents. And here's why I bring it up. Cutter, a former Miss Hitler beauty pageant contestant. Man. And Jones. Do they still have that in Atlantic City? As well as Jack and Scothern were all convicted of having membership of a terrorist group. The 23-year-old girl who entered the beauty contest as Miss Buchenwald, a reference to the Second World War concentration camp, has denied being a member despite attending the group's rallies in which banners reading Hitler was white right were raised and the fact that she was in the Miss Hitler beauty contest. Wow. Jurors were also shown messages in which she joked about gassing synagogues and using Jews' heads as football. What was her uh, talent during the show, Preston? Oh, uh, Steve, I didn't see that part of it. I, I wish I knew. But and now I'll show you how to pack a bag. <laughs> uh, the four will be sentenced on Tuesday. Miss Buchenwald! An unconscious Canadian man was discovered in the Detroit River with 265 pounds of suspected marijuana connected to him with a toe strap. 265 pounds? Yeah, and he was unconscious when they found him. Uh, The capture by Border Patrol agents occurred early on June 5th near a small island known as Caloron Island. It's the latest twist in the case that began when Glenn Mousseau was arrested while driving a U-Haul truck with $97,000. Mousseau previously told authorities that he had used a submersible to ferry drugs and cash between Michigan and Ontario. Uh, He had agreed to stay at a hotel while the investigation continued, but federal agents said that he disappeared on May 22nd, leaving behind five phones, a laptop, and a suit used by divers. Those, uh, those, like, personal subs, uh, they're used quite a lot. And sometimes they'll build their own, which doesn't always work out well. He reemerged on June 5th when Border Patrol agents pursuing a boat discovered him in the river with packages of marijuana tethered to him. Uh, I can explain! Next court date (laughs) is coming up next week. And then one last story. Uh, you might recall when Elon Musk released special edition flamethrowers through his boring company back in 2018. I do. I wanted one. Well, now one has been seized by Massachusetts police. Springfield police said they found a weapon during a traffic stop early Sunday morning. They say that the car was pulled over after they saw a passenger standing up and recording video through the sunroof and noticed that the vehicle didn't have an up-to-date inspection sticker. They also saw what appeared to be a firearm under the front passenger seat. But upon closer inspections, they saw that it was a flamethrower that the driver said belonged to him. Uh, they say they also found three canisters of fuel and charged the owner with carrying a dangerous weapon with an active warrant and possession of an infernal machine, by the way, yeah. is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably a good classification. And there you go. That's what I have in the uh, bizarre file for you this morning. All right, Nick, what are we hearing uh, on our text of uh, people... 
doing to celebrate Delco Day? Well, they're not kind. Preston. Oh, they're not? <laughs> no, but there are some good good suggestions. Here. All right, should I read through yeah, some yeah. of these? Uh, let's see. Verbally attack a Mets fan, a Cowboys fan, and a Penguins fan. The Delco trifecta. Uh, you can shave your pubes and glue them to your neighbor's head. Uh, for Delco Day. That's okay. dumb. That yeah. is probably yeah. written by a Buxco resident. Uh, <laughs> fight a bear to celebrate. I like that. Delco by the way, that, that bear is in Chad's Ford. Yeah, we were talking about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, 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 well, no, earlier it was in Upper Chai. Yeah. So they saw it in Chad's oh, Ford. Moving. No. Yeah, oh, yeah they had a live uh, video. Oh, uh, I think bear. it was Fox was over it. Uh, here he goes. says, uh, go to Delaware Avenue and Delaware to remind you that they're not the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, put on your best pair of jorts, your finest wife beater, and drink a beer in for front yard above ground pool. Uh, let's see. This eat, one came in a lot. Uh, eat a shorty from a Wawa over the trash can. Yeah. yeah. Is that a thing? That's definitely a thing. Yeah, but it's not a Delco. It's not um, only in Delco. Somebody actually sent me a picture of a couple of guys that were, I, I don't even know which county they were in. They weren't in Delco, but uh, yeah. They were hanging out by the trash can. One guy actually had a uh, like a foldable chair. He said, "Next, that's where they had lunch." Yeah, yeah. Why over a trash can? So the 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 garbage falls into the trash, Preston. Yeah, right. But I mean, trash. I I don't want to eat around a trash can. Trash cans generally smell pretty bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can block that. Uh, Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's see. Got to get some forties and go to the trestles down the creek and go swimming. Yeah. The trestle, like tra- train yeah, trestle? Tra- well, yeah, so it's a good trestle, uh, cricket swimming experience, Swarthmore College. You can also maybe go to the trestle by um, uh, Smedley Park. Uh, my friend fell off of that trestle. <laughs> yeah, was that, that was the trestle you talked about, right? Yeah. Like, he, he was far, yeah. it was up higher than he had imagined? Well, he was. He thought he was stepping on something, and it wasn't a step, and he fell. Dude, listen, he, he could have died and possibly should have died, but uh, he didn't. <laughs> Uh, here's one that says, 610 Delco Day. Celebrate by talking about what Catholic school you've gone to, just like every other day in their lives. And Why, then, man? I, days at OLPH are pretty great. And then... <laughs> I was a field day champion at OLPH, man. You were the field day champion field day. at OLPH? Yeah. I, I, I will periodically just take a picture of my trophy, and I'll send it to all my classmates <laughs> and go, oh my God. undefeated. <laughs> Were you, in fact, at some point defeated? You had to be. No, dude. I won. Listen, I won every field year? day. Yeah, man. Every year. Every year. Take that, Brian and Barry and Brett and Jason and H and uh, Reggie. All you clowns. I beat all you clowns. And so, yes. how many years in a row? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that one year, though. That one year. Eighth grade year. The most important year. For that one time. The final I, year. I was going to say, you would have had loads of trophies. Yeah, I only have the one, though, okay, from 1989. Okay. So it would actually only happen one year. No, it's the, the only one that made it. Um, all the other ones got tossed. Right. Mm-hmm. There, there's some disagreement. Yeah, there was a, a, the judges. A there's, there's no disagreement. There was, there was, uh, well, was I need those guys to show me. Bribery. I need them to show me their evidence. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's the last text. It says, uh, Delco 610 day activity. Talk crap about Chester County despite never traveling outside of Delco. <laughs> Don't talk crap on Delco. I mean, Chesco. It might be Bucks County. Yeah, it might be Bucks, Definitely Bucks, Bucks County. County. I think that's what it is. Uh, hang on. Here's a, here's a phone call. This might actually be a legit thing to do. I'm going to go to Tom. Hey, Tom. Yo, how are you guys doing today? Good, bud. Do you live in Delaware County? And uh, I'm glad I'm in South Philly. My wife's from Delaware County, Glen Olden. All right, okay. so what what should somebody do for a 610 Delco day? Uh, you get a hot sausage from last stand. 
and go down the front and get a case of beer and get drunk. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Does, that seem, does that seem viable, Case? No. The last no, day closed like a few That's years right, back. Yeah. 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 In fact, that actually, that, that emotionally yeah. devastated you. Well, Parrish, oh, his wife's gone. I was I wanted to know if she went to St. Gabe's or not. <laughs> what, Parrish? <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I have honestly, I've, I'm, I'm, I really would like to get to the previous owners of the last stand, get their special recipe for their chili sauce. I, I need to open that place again. I need a last stand hot dog. Terribly we also bad. need something to... It became his mission. <laughs> <laughs> Retaking the last stand from Touchstone Pictures. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kathy Romano, and I think you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, oh, my counseling is much different. <laughs> I think there needs to be some sort of uh, public distinction, a marker of sorts, uh, that that designates Casey as a proud Delaware County resident. And all well, he's done... Please tell me that... ...to promote the uh, the goodness of, of Delaware he, County he, over the years. You've been doing it for over 20 years. He did receive an award. He did receive an award for that. Did you not, Casey? I did. Yes, you received. What was it? Uh, what What was it, or when was it? What was it? Uh, I don't know. Some award. <laughs> it was a field your... day champion of 1989. <laughs> no, you yeah. actually received an award, maybe from the uh, the Delco Tourism Board or something like I that. Vaguely remember for the promote... Delco Tourism Board <laughs> for promoting Delco, and uh, you received that award. But uh, let me ask you in your in the wiki page. I'm not. I'm not on Wikipedia. Oh, I'm not like that a. Is, um, that is annoying. I'm not a linkable name on Wikipedia. Wow. Yeah. You know, I looked up when we, who the heck were we talking to? We asked them if they were on their high schools. Oh, uh, it was the kid with the big mouth, Phil, the oh, other day. Oh, the kid day. with the big mouth, yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so I, I looked up mine because I, I, I'm not on mine either. Um, but there's way too many famous people that graduated from Pensbury. So like, there's lost. no way I'm making it off. Yeah. There. Oh, yes. Yeah, so there's like legit. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. legit famous people. Yeah. That's where I always go to a bad school. Uh, end up in there. No Wikipedia page. Yeah. Are you on your high school? Wikipedia? I don't think so. No, I, there, there's been professional baseball players and uh, uh, the, the chick Tristan from The Bachelor. She, she went, went to, to Parkway my, Central. She went to Parkway Central. Oh my wow. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Comac? Uh, I know Bob no, Costas, no, right? That's it. Yeah, I'm not, okay. not on it. Mm. They, I, See, I thought you guys were all on it. Nope. Most mm. notable, no. I don't know. I haven't looked at mine, and uh, I don't think I've ever looked at mine. You know what? I'll look that up in the commercial break okay. here and uh, find out. <laughs> Let me know. Uh, but I, I think, I think, other than just an award, I think there should be uh, a plaque or a, a, a public stone or yes. bench or something like that that commemorates Casey. Boyle. A nine hundred foot Casey statue for All the right. for <laughs> this hands out <laughs> telco. Yeah. Well, I got to figure out. Well, where would it go? Would it go in Rutledge or where? I'd put it right where the original Wawa was. Among dude, the seven a, streets of Rutledge? Yeah. How, how many streets in Rutledge? Like nine. Okay. Um, but, dude, the, the Wawa now, Steve, yeah. is, is is a bank. Wow. Yeah. All right. They, they so. built a new Wawa uh, at the corner of 420 and, right. and McDade Boulevard. And then I, the, the old Wawa, the first Wawa is now a bank. Crazy. So is this the O'Hara it alumni, is. Nick? Yeah. All right. Casey, you're robbed. I am. I mean, who's Tim Donaghy's probably on there, isn't he? He who, is. Ugh. Who's Mark? Yeah, he was an ex-NBA uh, referee. Yeah. Who's Mark, this guy? Uh, Mark Makovich? All right, so he was, um, he was uh, he's a musician and a singer, and um, he was in a band with my buddy Leo, uh, a band called The Spies. But they have notable alumni, and they've broken it down to three categories, sports, entertainment, and uh, military government, and... You should be in the entertainment. That yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, there's only one name in the entertainment. That's Mark uh, Makovich. 
stage, film, and television actor. Oh, knock it off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, listen, there's nothing. I'm not going to uh, trash Mark Makovich. No, but, no, uh, no. He there. was he was like the play guy after I left. Like, yeah, every yeah. single year, there was, like, different gener- uh, What's generations. What's he doing now? I, well, I don't know, but I know he went out to L.A. I knew he was in a band with my buddy, Leo, and uh, Leo grew up two doors down from me, and they they had a song that was actually featured on a on an ABC TV show, and that was like the biggest that that. Uh... See, I, I think it's it's not regional. Like if you're just regional, at least that's what I noticed. That's well, a crock of crap. Looking at it's Wikipedia. Yeah, we can put that on there. Yeah, we sure as hell I've can. Never, have you guys ever entered anything in Wikipedia? I've never done that. Nope. No. I put on false information purposely one time, but just yeah. as a joke, just to see if it take it. It did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That does happen. So. Yeah, but if there's room for this Mark guy, there's room for Casey Foster. I agree. Yes. Yeah. My, my God. God bless us, oh. everyone. Uh, okay. And I'm sorry. Uh, I was thinking O'Hara and <laughs> Rob <laughs> McElhenney did not go to O'Hara, but he is the Delco guy. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, happy Delco Day. Uh, Six ten is uh, is so do celebrate in your own way to today. those celebrating. <laughs> yes, to those celebrating. <laughs> those who feel the need to claim six ten as their day. We're gonna break. We're gonna come back in a second, Kathy. We got to get a winner for secret text word. So please give me a number, caller. I just looked over at a tape measure and it said sixteen feet. So I'm going with sixteen. That's perfect. Two one five two six three WMMR. Call number sixteen. Let's see if you know the secret text, or we'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. If you're looking to celebrate someone, simply say I love you or honor mom. Steven Singer has safe and free shipping in time for Mother's Day. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we had asked for caller number 16 for the secret text word, and I want to go to that caller and see if we can give away this prize, and it is Nick that we have on the line. Hey, Nick, how you doing? <laughs> Nick, I need to know the word. What is it? Uh, yeah, cop. Yeah, cop. You are correct, my man. I, I want you to hang on, Nick, because for you, we have a $50 Uber Eats gift card courtesy of FX on Hulu. Free with every Hulu subscription, FX on Hulu is now streaming. And we are also going to give that same $50 Uber Eats gift card uh, to Michael Cork, who is from Brew Mall, PA, in Delco. So we're going to set you up. Congratulations, my man. All right, and it's time to move on to other prizes. Nick, I did not look at your email that you sent over, so I will trust you to ask a lesson question for today. And we are going to give away a $50 Caravas Italian grill dining gift card. What's the question? <laughs> Most entertainment shows should just read the headlines and then go play which game for 20 minutes. If, okay. you're, if you're an entertainment show, you should just read the headlines and then go play which game for 20 minutes. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Man, for the life of me, I don't remember okay. that. This Let, was right at the beginning, I think. Oh, no, halfway through the entertainment break. Let's see if you know the answer to this. If you're in entertainment news, then you should just uh, hang it up and play this game for 20 minutes. What game? 215-263-WMMR. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And this morning, it's brought to you by Horizon Services. You can book Horizon Services air conditioner tune-up now for just $59 and get up to a pound of refrigerant 
for free. Visit horizonservices.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, friends say Kendall Jenner... Lo- uh, oh, sorry, there we go. The rumors, I should start with, the rumors around Kendall Jenner and NBA star Devin Booker still swirling around the model and the 23-year-old Phoenix Sun star. After the two were seen dining out at Nobu in Malibu, friend St. Kendall loves the well-endowed Booker because the two can still have sex while remaining six feet apart. Nah. Oh, so, my God. Chris Cuomo, we talked about this earlier, caught in the buff when his wife, Christina, was broadcasting a yoga session on Instagram Live. Ironically, this comes just one week after Lynn Greenfield was conducting a Skype seminar only to accidentally reveal her husband, Wolf Blitzer, sodomizing an alpaca. Oh, my God. And finally, Leonardo DiCaprio and Camilla Maroney are still going strong despite the coronavirus as both were seen purchasing takeout pizza while wearing protective masks. Maroney told a photographer DiCaprio is even sexier with the mask because she forgets he's older than her father. Oh, my God. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. If you're an entertainment reporter, you should just... Give up and go play this for 20 minutes. I'm going to go to John. Hey, John, how you doing? Good. We're all living in a yellow quarantine. (laughs) Yes, we are, sir. And what is the game that we need you to give us for the answer? Uh, Hacky sack. Hacky sack. Hang on, John. Uh, For you, we have a $50 Carabas Italian Grill dining card. Carabas Italian Grill is open. Serving the community with your favorite made-from-scratch Italian dishes. They're good. Uh, through car-side, carry-out, delivery, and catering. You can order online at carabas.com. All right, we got music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! <laughs> All right. Brought to you by Cinch, a propane tank home delivery service that brings propane Right to your doorstep, and you can place your order now at cinch.com. That's C-Y-N-C-H.com. All right. This is just when you thought all the cancellations had come in. Lollapalooza 2020 has been canceled due mm. to uh, coronavirus pandemic. The annual event, which was set to take place July 30th through August 2nd, is held at Chicago's Grant Park and typically draws about 100,000 people each year. The organizers wrote, we wish we could bring Lollapalooza to Grant Park again this year. But we understand why things can't move forward as planned. The health and safety of our fans, artists, partners, staff, and community is always our highest priority. Um, They said they will host a virtual live stream festival during the same weekend that will feature performances uh, from around the city and beyond. Epic archival sets from Chicago and the festival's six international editions. uh, Never before seen footage from the 1990s and much more. Full schedule will be released this month, by the way. Casey, can you give this to Marissa and see if she can grab audio of that? Uh, this, yes. There's a story coming up, and I forgot to get that to Marissa. There might be some audio to play. We'll find out in a moment. By the way, Lollapalooza is per- perhaps uh, the last of the big American summer festivals to finally alter its plans due to the outbreak. Uh, an official lineup, usually unveiled in late March, was never announced, with organizers saying at the time that they would continue to consult with local officials and update fans as soon as possible. Pearl Jam's groundbreaking 1998 video for the song Do the Evolution is the subject of a new book called Pearl Jam Art of Do the Evolution. The 200-page full-color hardcover reveals the full story behind the creation of the clip, which was all animated in Pearl Jam's first music video 
in six years. Nick, you being the biggest Pearl Jam fan here in the room, when that came out, remember they had a, they were announcing this video was coming out, and I remember seeing it. My, me personally, I was disappointed because it was all animated. Oh, really? I wanted to see the band. Yeah, I got video. you. Um, yeah, I could I could see that. Not that it wasn't a cool video. I liked the Todd McFarlane style. It was new, and you're right. It was different. It was certainly different than videos that were being promoted at the time, but uh, Pearl Jam tends to do that type of thing. But I saw a really cool breakdown frame by frame of this video and this song and how it holds up. And it's, it's um, pretty interesting to see how um, prescient the video was and, and seeing where things were going, seeing where te- technology was going, and uh, it's... It holds up really well. And the animation is is awesome. As Nick was saying, it was directed by comics legend and Spawn creator Todd McFarlane, along with uh, Batman the Animated Series animator Kevin Alterary. Uh, The Grammy Award-nominated video told a graphic and dark history of the world in four gripping minutes, and it's widely considered one of the best music videos of all time. Hmm. Uh, The new book will include animation cells from the video, never-before-seen storyboards and designs, and step-by-step guide through the process of bringing the band's vision to life. Uh, Pearl Jam, Art of the Do the Evolution, of Do the Evolution, is due out on October 6th and currently available for pre-order via online bookseller and comic book specialty retailers. We were talking last week about the 90s life hacks, and um, this was a video that my brother downloaded onto his computer, and it was one of those things where like, he hit the download button at... Yeah. 9 p.m. <laughs> and then we like uh, mid mid morning the next day we're like yes we can watch the whole yep. thing now. Do you right. consider it the greatest uh, music video? It, well, I don't know of all time, but it, it's um, I really love it, and I and I really like how it holds up, and I, I like I like the song a lot too. So yeah, I mean it, it meets all the criteria, I guess. Cool. I think Thriller is probably the greatest video of all time. Though. I mean, it's, it's the most. Well, you know, one of my yeah. favorite collections is one that that Dire Straits did for the album Making Movies, and. Um, um, they, they had the, the Skate Away, Romeo and Juliet, and Tunnel of Love. Yeah. Uh, and they did it, and it was the same director, and it was a three-song arc, and it's done in a super cool way, minimalistic set, and it's just great. Now, I, listen, I respectfully disagree with all you guys, because I think Rock Me Tonight is probably hands yes. down the yeah. greatest rock yeah. video of all time. Unbelievable. Well, there's so many, it's hard to forget the classics like that. Yeah. <laughs> Avenged Sevenfold bassist Johnny Christ confirmed in a new interview at NotFest.com, the California-based band, has been working on the follow-up to his 2016 album, Stage. He said, we've been working for a long time now on new material. I can't verify how far in we are or anything like that, and it's not even me trying to be secretive or anything. Uh, there's just so much going on in the world right now for me to get uh, people's hopes up, and then something has to switch last minute. It would be very irresponsible if I gave any kind of information of where we are in the process. Well said, Mr. Christ. Christ would not confirm <laughs> Honestly. Uh, how many songs the band has written when pressed, insisting uh, their stuff, their stuff. I don't want to divulge that. I, I, I'm pretty well up to speed on my biblical lore, but uh, was Christ's name, first name actually Johnny, and I was unaware of that? Mm-hmm. No, it was Jesus. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Je- right. Jesus oh, Henry right. Christ. Uh, there's too many moving parts in the world right now, and I don't want to mess with anybody's hopes and dreams, he says. All right, man. We appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, bro. Hopes and dreams. (laughs) And then, finally, a uh, YouTuber and parody musician named Kurt Connor has given the world a new, quote, a new Metallica song with lyrics written entirely by an artificial intelligence bot. Oh, these are interesting sometimes. I thought this was kind of interesting. Yes, Connor, under his uh, Funk Turkey pseudonym, 
comprised uh, deliverance rides. That's what it's called. With the help of lyrics.rip, a site that lets you generate lyrics from any artist in its database based on existing lyrics. They then ran the words through a Markov chain, a computer model of for a certain type of probability, which yielded deliverance rides. Connor, who wrote the music, played all the instruments, sang the vocals, and recorded the whole thing in his kitchen. Uh, he's done the same thing in recent months for Nickelback, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and ACDC. Uh, those songs were titled Nobody Died Every Single Day, Great Balls, and Tool Shed. But this one spit out Deliverance Rides. Have you heard it? Nope. That's why I have Marissa grab the audio. So let's check this out. It's him performing it, but the machine yeah, uh, wrote, wrote the lyrics. are uh, bound by minutes seem like hours killing scores with the flame behind the pages turn the door die as you live in vanity uh, it doesn't it rhyme. doesn't know how to rhyme yeah okay, okay. Uh, curses rest on our brains no there's an evil, fe- evil feeling in vain I can't believe I stand alone beast under wicked sky this would all be very viable in a Metallica song I'm the son I'm insane yes she'll never love Never me, so let it be. Obey your eyes. <laughs> Death deliverance rides. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I love it. <laughs> and that is what I have in music news. We're taking a break. We're coming back in a minute, and we will uh, get the letter of the day and check in with Pierre. Stay with us. We'll be right back. It's a tumultuous time, yet essential employees go to work day and night to make our lives better, including the healthcare pros, delivery and SEPTA drivers, grocery, pharmacy, sanitation, and janitorial workers. And we thank our police, EMTs, and firefighters. WMMR is here for you, too. Friendly, familiar voices playing everything that rocks. Live, local hosts around the clock. So whenever you need a break from cable news for taking a walk or just getting outside or just to keep your workday moving we are here for you on your radio smart speaker and the mmr app where you won't find us is on your credit card bill we're in this together and we wouldn't have it any other way 93.3 wmmr putting philly first uh, we're wrapping up our program for today. Very enjoyable on this uh, Wednesday. Lots of cool things that uh, we like to experience with you on Wednesdays. Secret text word. Our friends from Fox Good Day going on there. And with that, we also added in another school that was chosen for coolest teacher. And you get to vote. And it's uh, Pensacola High School in Pensacola Township, New Jersey. And all you have to do is text word teacher to 39333. 
and we're going to send you this voting link. And yeah. then you vote, and then tomorrow we will award. And then tomorrow we draw our last one. Then we're done. We're done for the year. So this system, this system was sort of a a, um, a byproduct of everything that's going on and the way to get the word out. And I think it's worked really well. You know the, the, the voting um, system. Just text the yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marissa came up with it, so uh, she's a, a genius in that department. Uh, and thank you to Mary Lou Henner. Yeah. Hey. Our guest is she's so awesome, and she is a sweetheart, and she loved her time here when she visited us a few years ago, and uh, remembers. Every bit of it, uh, yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, so she remembered what she was wearing. Yeah, and she, yeah, she, yeah, she did. She has a um, not quite photographic, but close to photographic memory. It's called something else. I forgot. We had it in our prep, and I forgot the the technical name for it. Uh-huh. But she can remember very specific details. You give her a date. You can say, you know, uh, May second, nineteen seventy six. Wow! And she'll tell you what happened. <clears throat> That's just the weather, wild. everything. Yeah, yeah. Wow. the whole deal. So she's uh, involved with the Bucks County Playhouse's virtual variety show on Sunday, and she's going to be uh, talking about uh, appearing in the original production of Grease, and that was even pre Broadway in yes. Chicago. And it'll be seen on Facebook Live and at www.bcptheater.org, and we have information about that <clears throat> on presidentsteve.com. It's called uh, Hyperthymesia, Total Recall Memory. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Hyperphinesia. Phinesia. <laughs> Hyperdibebo. You remembered it well. I haven't yeah. been uh, gifted with that. No? <laughs> no. I, not exactly. I think you are mistaken. <clears throat> well, um, you know, it's interesting. I didn't sleep well last night. and um, uh, could, could hardly tell. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I look like a, just the most put together thing you've ever seen. But, Fresh as a daisy. Well, it's occurred to me I don't have a sleep number bed like you guys. Oh. But um, I was thinking, uh, could I... Maybe hang out in your hall and sleep in your <laughs> hall. I was, I, it just occurred to me that it's really comfortable. Well, I've heard that. Uh, it's it's. Well, I I read it on Facebook and Twitter this morning, and Instagram. Uh, if you need a place to crash, if you're mm. kind of down on your luck, um, ask Presbo. <laughs> I stepped right on him. Fell on him. You well, actually they, stepped on him. He stepped I stepped on, on him. him. He didn't. It's my son. If you if you miss the story, he didn't wake. He didn't budge. He didn't move. Slept right on through it. I um, used to occasionally get home late at night, and we had a German shepherd for a while who had an injured leg, and he had to stay in the back porch. So I would lay down with him and often fall asleep, and my dad was a lawyer, and he'd be leaving for work and goes, what the hell were you drinking? (laughs) And I go, no, I'm just laying with the dog, Jeremy. You remind me of your mother. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, sir. All right, well, uh, before we see what's going on in your world, how about the letter of the day? Thinking that. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter C as in coffee. All right, and we just have two more to go after that, and we have a $250 Meineke gift card uh, for the location in the Mayfair section of Northeast Philly. Uh, they're often 20, offering 25% off to any customer who's had their catalytic converter stolen or cut off of their vehicle. Uh, they helped out local favorite Nick's Roast Beef during the pandemic, and they want to make the same offer to all the Philadelphians. Meineke and Mayfair want you to know that they're here for you during this rough time and will help in any way they can. That's Meineke, 6140 Frankfurt Avenue. Uh, what's planned on your show today, sir? 
Uh, well, um, we're going to do Tom Petty. We're going to do Incubus. We're going to do the Struts for Workforce Blocks. And um, I think yesterday was the anniversary of the release of Some Girls. And I found a copy I have from my old radio station in San Francisco this morning, coincidentally. Um, so I'm going to play something on vinyl from uh, the Some Girls album. Nice. Yeah. What's the, I, I missed? Who's, who did uh, Some Girls album? Uh, Rolling Stones. Stones. Okay. So it's got not... Shattered. That's got Miss You. Oh, wow. That's got Far Away Eyes. Um, respectable. It's just one great song after It's terrible another. that I don't know that that's the that's name right, of that album. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I could name every Rush album. Okay. Um, it's got the song Some Girls, which is unplayable. Um, uh, although th- mm. it, the station I came from actually played it. It had little markings next to it. You could play it between 6 p.m. and 2 a.m. <laughs> and, and like 6 a.m. That's great. Like that. yeah, yeah, they used to do that. They yeah. would have the... I remember... Um, Years ago, the, uh, the, the the it's like a card catalog. Right. And they were all color coded, and right. you know that's how they day parted things. Yeah, it was interesting. So yeah. there you go. All right, cool, man. Thank you, Pierre. And speaking of thank yous, I'm going to hand out a couple of more of those. I want to thank our sponsors. Program today has been brought to you by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and also hers, the official chip of taking your summer to the next level. And finally, Auto Lenders, a smarter way to buy a car. Tomorrow will be Thursday, which is wonderful. That's almost Friday. <laughs> and we'll have our buddy uh, Jim Florentine on the program. Yeah. Check in with him and see how things are going. That's it. We are done. Rage on. And have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Night. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Oh, yeah. Next message. Can't wait. Get in the pool, me and the wife in the deep end, and the kids down in the Shiloh end. Next message. Look, you it might not take you 18 maneuvers to turn around to the gas station if you would put the phone down and drive with two hands. And then maybe put the phone down and put the gas in your car. I've never wished anyone would spontaneously combust like I wish you would right now. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. As a parent, as an American, I'm feeling deeply saddened about what's in store for our children, for their future, in light of everything that's happened recently in our country. I needed to talk to someone who could give me some hope, some peace, Her name is Edie Darling. She's ambassador of peace. She has a law enforcement background, and she's also a spiritual advisor. She joins us on the next edition of PG Parental Guidance Needed Podcast. You can find us on BeatPodStudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found.